Last time in the Footfalls of Giants. Um, Galva, it occurs to me that we still have um, Oxmith and, and Kavagun's ashes. Do you think here would be a good place to lay them to rest? I believe there is something we can do. It is not much, but I may be able to prevent the collar from shattering in an extreme circumstance. I believe this is the safest method. Great. Let's try it. I just want you guys to know that I am not angry anymore. I'm just a bit disappointed. As you rightly should be. Just a bit. That's fair. Yeah, I thought so too. At this point, I think I would rather the fireball. <laughs> I know, right? That'd be much easier to deal with. You just need to be not ostentatious and come in guns blazing? No, we just gotta be careful. Yeah, you just gotta be careful. If the authority comes to investigate the area, what should I do? Keep the doors locked and don't let anybody on board. If they blow off the doors, um... Um, scare them! Alright, I will scare them. The person who was asked for your license and registration comes out with four other officers out of the checkpoint, the guardhouse. And they start to move to the back of the truck. Ayo, I have a potion of gaseous form. Kel has gas. <sighs> well, we should probably find somewhere to park Truck Coon and walk the rest of the way. Think so? I thought we did pretty good. That one was very eager. Um, they have our registration, they have a description of the truck. I doubt they're going to let this go. Alright, Galva, I have an idea. I could turn you into a horse. Then we could, like, ride you into battle. And by battle, I mean town. Oh, wow. Hey, this is a really pretty horse. What, you one of them horse weirdos? Quit touching my horse! Look, Private Lithos, was it? Yes? I am very sorry for Bobby's behavior. I catch a fly with my tongue. We're supposed to be on the lookout for suspicious individuals. And he says, yeah, it's fine. But he hasn't stopped looking at you guys. Oh, he's onto us. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Slay Rights. As always, I'm your humble DM, Anthony. Joining me are my fellow Slay Rights, Hillary, Teresa, Holland, and Scott. This is session 51 in the Footfalls of Giants campaign. I actually, I have a chapter title for this one now. Oh, hooray. So this is chapter 8, session 4. The chapter is Forged in Blood. <laughs> That's oh, fucking dope. no. Yeah, so... Just debuting that live right now. Chapter 8, Forged in Blood. I believe we left off with uh, with Cole looking after you guys. I think you guys were under the impression that Cole might be on to you, at least in some capacity. He doesn't necessarily know who you are, but something's weird. So, Teresa, you want to do something pretty much immediately after yeah. You parted ways with Cole. So I'm going to say you guys are, are riding into town, like after you pass through that sort of gateway checkpoint. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't you go ahead and and take us away? All right. So uh, we've managed to scramble back atop this massive, giant, tall horse <laughs> with our short little selves. Tall horse. We're riding into town. So Finch says... Captain, I've been thinking about something, and I wanted to run it by you. 
<sighs> look, I'm sorry about mouthing, all right? Is it is it about that? Because, look, I just, it got in my head. And it, sometimes my mouth just goes off on its own, right? Yes, I, I've noticed. I suppose it's tangentially related. Um, but I felt it was probably a good idea to bring it up all the same. Okay. Right, well, um, so I've been thinking since I am now going to be a pirate for probably the rest of my life. I'd like a little bit of agency with the sort of legacy I leave. What do I want people to say about Death Song Finch 100 years after I die, 500 years after I die? I think the thing that I would like for them to be able to say is that after Death Song Finch escaped from Event Horizons, the inescapable prison they were never caught again. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. No, that that's fair. It was just quietly giggling on the back of the horse. Oh, Galva snorts. You know that's that's fair. As a horse, she snorts. Yeah, that, that would be a very good thing for people to say about you five hundred years from now. Yeah, I would really like that. Yes. Okay. Um, putting Zelias on blast. <laughs> <laughs> Fully deserved, let's be honest. I mean, they figure the best way to present this to Zelias is do this as a favor to Finch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up for Finch. Please, they're begging you. All right, um, I will, um, exercise a bit more self-control in the future. I hope. So... As you're saying this, I'd like everybody to roll me perception. Okay. First roll Did of the night. Did we not get far enough away from the fucking guards before Finch no, decided just, to... No, no, no. Just, it's fine. You're fine. Just to roll me perception. Off. Well, I rolled a one, so... Finch is not mouthing off. How rude. <laughs> you're right. Finch you're kind is... of mouthing off. Finch is telling me exactly what I need to fucking hear. You're kind of mouthing off. I'm just saying. They're putting in a request. They are the medic. They are allowed to say whatever the fuck they want. I should say, this isn't really mouthing off. It is being a bit of a dramatic bitch. Finch is absolutely a dramatic bitch. And they rolled yeah. a 10 to perceive. Oh, it's plus four. So I got a five total with okay. my one roll. What are horse stats? Yeah, an after 20. Good job. Okay, that's a um, three for your girl, the horse. Oh. Oh <laughs> All right, luckily this is not a very high check. So I feel like, Finch, as you are saying that, you know, part of my legacy is I don't ever want to be caught again. I feel like you're all kind of a little hyper aware of your surroundings. This is, Fort Olor is very much a military city. As you're, you know, moseying down the street on your massive horse, you do see <laughs> a lot of people in Adamantine Authority uniform. They're going about their day. They're not paying you any mind or anything like that. They're not looking at you suspiciously. But you are very much in an adamantine authority occupied city. We are in enemy territory. Clearly this is the best time for Finch to make this request. There are also plenty of civilians. It is very much a, a military-based city, but maybe you don't want to be who you normally are right here, right now. Well, no, we don't. <laughs> I especially don't. So... That seems like a real quick way for things to get really bad really fast. Sure, sure. But on that note, before you get too far, you hear, Mr. Kobold! Mr. Kobold, wait up! Oh, hello? Wait, wait, he had a different accent. What was it? 
It was like country. No, you were like city boy. Ah, I'm Bobby T. Koble. Yes, yeah, there that you go. is that that's is, the one. I am Bobby. Hello, yes, Koble. That's me. I had to get back into the voice. It's a good voice. It is a good voice. Oh, thank you. So, I mean, do you stop? I I assume. Well, you're you're driving the horse. I yes, I will. I will. Um, Galva, no, don't go no more. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'll just tap <laughs> just her on the her neck. or something. Do something that seems like a command to stop. Uh, uh, heal. You can no, kick that's her. For dogs. I'm not gonna kick. Kick the side. That's usually what. Yeah, I'll. Do, I'll do. Well, Whatever, would, she well, stops. Okay. Well, no, I have an important question. Actually, <laughs> this is incredible. Does Zelias know how to ride a horse? I don't know. Roll me animal handling. Yeah, he's over 200. Well, not over. Just about 200 years old. But he's also in space. Roll me animal handling. I got 17 base. What is my animal handling? Plus one. So 18. Okay. Maybe not a horse, but you've you've ridden some type of creature, some beast of burden before. You would know how to normally. Make it not go. Yeah. You usually you squeeze them like around the uh, midsection. I've probably read a book. To- <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever. However you've done it, you at least have some passing knowledge. Okay, okay. I use my okay. passing knowledge of how to make horses don't go no more. <laughs> and uh, Cole is running up behind you, and he gets up beside you, and he stops to catch his breath for a moment. He's like, I'm, so- <sighs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you, are, you are right there. You look like your lung's about to pop out of your, your diaphragm. Oh, no, no. I am... I, uh, I just... That's not how lungs work. I, uh... <laughs> I wanted to offer an, uh... Sort of an informal apology. My, uh, my commanding officer saw how I handled that situation, and he was not especially pleased, but, uh, I was no, actually... No, entirely my fault. I... Well, m- you have my apologies. Well, no, 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 no. I appreciate it. Just as, uh, private in the authority, we're supposed to carry a sort of, you know, decorum. But uh-huh. uh, I actually wanted to ask if you would like to join me for a drink later as a way to apologize. I would, me... want to treat you and your, your girlfriend and your, I'm sorry, is this your child, your motions to AO? Yes, she is a- adopted. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. I just, um. I'd like to roll insight on Cole. Sure. <clears throat> Oh, it's a five. Um, seven total. I'm also yeah. rolling insight. I'm right Please here. help me. I am stupid. I'm not starting off good today. Okay, that's a 17. Does anyone else want to roll insight? I, I mean, I can. I'm a horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, I'll roll horsey insight. I got a 21. Okay. Thank you, Ao. Your third eye of the horse opens. What do you see? <laughs> um, I see 16. Okay. Nice. Yeah. He seems on the level. He's genuinely earnest. He wants to take you guys out for a drink. Oh, okay. So he says, uh, would, would that be all right? I, you know, you guys, I don't know um, if you've been to Fort Olor before, but I could kind of give you some pointers on, you know, where to go, where to no, stay. I think, I think it's collectively our first time here. Um, all right. What was my accent again? I feel like I'm losing him. Come back, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, where did you go? <laughs> Bobby, wherefore art thou? Wherefore out thou, Bobby? That's good enough. All right. There it is. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's fine. I like what what time ish because we we gotta get settled in. You know, we did just get here in town uh, a minute and a half ago. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Um, well, I'm off duty in about an hour. Uh, All right. If you could just meet me at the Blasted Balrog. Um, <laughs> that's a good name. I'd like to officially welcome you 
consider it a sort of like a, you know, welcome to Fort Olor on behalf of the authority. Blasted Balrog. Sure. All right. Yeah, I think we can manage that. All right. Uh, great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I will. I'll see you then. Sure, sweetheart. You go do the thing you do. He bows and he rushes back to his post. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to like elbow fence a bit like, see, that was, <clears throat> that was a lot better. Now I'm doing my voice forever. Uh-oh. That that was much better. Thank you. <laughs> You're right. It was better. I thought so too. All right. Let's um park somewhere, I guess. Should we get a hotel room? Fuck. I didn't plan this far ahead. Park somewhere. Park. <laughs> park the horse. <laughs> <laughs> so do you polymorph Galva, right? Yep. She has an hour. How long has it been? Probably it's due up uh, pretty soon. You probably got about 20 minutes. Well, it's okay, because if I use sorcery points, I can make a new polymorph. We just got to duck somewhere secret. I think it would be better just to uh, find an inn. Sneak our horse in through the back window. No, we can just <laughs> unpolymorph Galva, maybe like disguise her with uh, something. Can, can we get a uh... table near the window so our horse can join in the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think... Because I have the hat, but if I take off the hat, suddenly I'm Zelaya's Vance Arlen. Okay, so what we yeah. are going to do is we we're going to do anime convention bullshit with the past thing. We will go get our room. Okay. Uh-huh. Zelias will go into the room. Ah. Finch will oh, go outside. Zelias will pass the hat to Finch. Finch will take the hat and put it on Galva. People Galva, not horse Galva. And then Galva <laughs> can come into the room. The, the okay. horse is wearing a hat! And then cross the river with the cabbages? <laughs> this is a little less complicated than the cabbages problem. Okay. Alright. Perfect. So, um, Huey, thank God for you. I'm not going to make you roleplay this because that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. I just, I do like the mental image of you putting the hat on a horse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, my question, so you're, you're kind of ducking into an alley then? I think so. For Galva, because I, I don't think... If you try and ride Galva into an inn... No, I'm not going to ride Galva in. We can just park her in the alleyway, a secret back alleyway. I can go in, uh-huh. get us a room, throw the hat out the window, or something. Roll me investigation to find a suitable place to make this, uh, this okay. sort of change. Anybody who wants to help can. Absolutely. Oh, God, my dice. Oh, no, not your dice. Oh, it's okay, though. It's a nat 20. Oh, I rolled a 15. Uh, 24 total for for Captain. 15 to search for an inn and a horse parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a convenient garage for horse parking. <laughs> I'm not going to bother to have Galva roll investigation here. Um, horses have a <laughs> negative four int. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I mean, sounds like a horse. Yeah, it sure does, doesn't it? Okay, so what what do you guys got for those listening at home? Twenty four. Okay. Fifteen. Is anyone else, or just the two of you? Well, I know I know Galva's not going to because horse. Well, I think twenty four mm-hmm. is the best we can do because if Aya rolls a nat twenty, it's a nineteen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's right. right. <laughs> oh, okay. That's just wonderful, perfect Aya. That's fine. Anyway, so yeah, I think. You find a, I mean, this is a city, so yeah. there's plenty of alleyways. You do find one that Galva can fit down in horse form that is not home to, like, anyone doing any back alley deals or just anyone just sort of loitering in the alley. I and mean, even if they were dealing, they wouldn't snitch. Well, no, no. Basically, you just want to keep an eye out for anyone that could be adamantine authority, like, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, off 
off the clock or just fucking around an alley. Having you a know, smoke. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having yeah. a smoke, exactly. But you do manage to find one nearby to uh, an inn. You're able to make the switch after... I'm going to say it's going to take you a good 40 minutes to do this, just so that you're not rushing in and out. You're not uh, raising suspicion. For okay. anyone at the inn, you want to take your time. Yeah. It was watching TV on... 40 minutes. Okay. Think about it this way. You got to find an inn. You got to find an alley near the inn. You got to make all the switches. You got to make sure no one's following you or keeping tabs on you. Like 40 minutes, mm-hmm. I think, is a reasonable amount of time. That's fine. I have no complaints. Okay. So, Galva, you now have the hat of disguise. What are you going to be disguising as? Well, something pretty tall, I guess. Um, I don't think it matters. Well, so it's an illusion. She can disguise herself with someone shorter. It right. won't change her actual height. So, like, if someone bumps into the quote-unquote air under her illusory disguise's head, they will encounter uh-huh. real Galva, and the illusion <laughs> will be dispelled. I see. Just duck everywhere. I'm just going to pull up the DMV list of races real quick. What do I want to be? Minotaur. Minotaur. You know what? Let's go with something pretty big. Let's go with half-orc. Okay. Not a minotaur, but still cool. Still yeah. big. We like orcs. We do stand orcs. Mm-hmm. We stand orcs. All right. So, uh, yeah, so you head into the hotel and then, um, I mean, you got about 20, 25 minutes if you want to be five minutes late to make it to the blasted Balrog. Sure. Okay. Fashionably late? Yeah. Which, uh, if I mean, if you ask the, the person at, at the inn, they should be able to tell you where it is. It's a pretty okay. well-known place. That's Great. fine. I can I can work with this info. Okay. So I think the first thing we should do is establish a what the fuck are we doing? Apart from just going and getting drinks with this doofus kid. Yeah. Should we do it in character? Yes, I yeah. think so. Probably. That would be a good idea. All right. So. So. Drinks oh. with coal. Fun, right? Mm. Seems odd. Oh, extremely. Obviously, very. Yeah, but I... then we don't know him as well as Galva does, I suppose. I, I mean. I'm trying to think, dear. Like, was he kind of more straight-laced and not... Um, a bit of a booze hound before because I mean, like, I hope he wasn't. He was twelve when you last saw. Him. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here is the thing. There is no minimum drinking age on Rekbadna. Alcohol is a way of life there. That okay. sounds terrible for the children. Counterpoint: oh, it is. Alcohol is not <laughs> good for children. So, like, even if they don't care if kids have it, they're probably going to limit how much you can have. I would hope. Okay, fair. No. Galva's got stories. Anyway. Of course. Roll me insight with advantage. Yeah. <laughs> that is a dirty 20. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cole was very quiet, very straight-laced. I think Sindra tried to give him alcohol as a laugh once. Oh, God. And he, he wasn't a fan. Mm. What a fucking yeah, mother. Sindra's a, a delight. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. It wasn't even anything strong. It was just like a beer. Like, yeah. he was like, what are you drinking, Mom? She's like, here, have a sip. And he's like, ah! Well, no wonder he wasn't a fan. It was beer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, I don't think this is something he'd normally do. He did say that his commanding officer recommended it, but I don't know. It's, it is a little odd for them to just invite someone who just walked into town out to drinks if they're not funny credit says it's a trap oh gee, 50 i'm i'm pretty sure this whole expedition is some kind of trap um 
Yeah, no, this this sounds like a trap. That would not shock me in the slightest. We were a little conspicuous coming into town. We were a lot uh, conspicuous. I'll, I'll take that one. That's me. That's that's Captain uh, Ding Dong. Did a stupid. I mean, I was the giant horse. I I think that alone already made us conspicuous. Probably, but I'm sure my mouth did not help I, matters any. It rarely does, unless it does. Oh, baby. Granted, still no better be a giant horse than to be me. But anyway, regardless. We have probably attracted a lot of eyes. Yeah, probably. So how do we want to do this? That's what I'm trying to get to. Um, Mm -hmm. so you were a horse last time he saw you. You probably should stay here. Now I'm wondering, do we let him know that you are here in this hotel waiting to see him? Is the question. He follows us back, maybe, or... Uh, do we think it's a trap? And if he gets followed back, then here comes the whole authority coming down, kicking our door in. Uh, the way I see it, I'm pretty sure he knows we're weird, but I don't think he knows that we're us yet. Like, there's no reason for him to believe that. So if we suddenly tell him that his sister's kidnapper is in town, he's going to tell the entire authority. Oh, no, no, no. See, we don't tell him that part. We just say, hey, Galva's at the hotel. And we don't tell him who we are. I think he can make the connection easily enough. That's what fireball's for. It's fine. No, I won't burn your brother up. Sorry. No, you're right. No violence. Is there another reason you could give him to... I really don't like the idea of you asking my brother back to your hotel room, but... <laughs> I'm gonna listen! <laughs> I could do it. Uh, Ayo, your face is visible. People who have seen your face on TV can probably tell you're here. But if I used the hat to disguise... To disguise yourself as what? What if I'm Bobby T. Kobold? <laughs> well, then what am I? I don't know. The horse. So, <laughs> wait. All right, DM, shut the fuck up. All right, so <laughs> it sounds like if you take the hat, you become Bobby T. Kobold, then that means only you and Doc can go meet this guy at the bar. Well, Galva and I stay here and wait. Which, honestly... That's a bad idea. Actually, no, it's probably not, because if it is a trap, and then two of you get trapped, then two of us are still free on the outside, and we can raise hell. Raise hell in the middle of this massive military installation. It would be a really bad idea, yeah. (sighs) So we won't do that one. (laughs) I mean, since he thinks that I'm your adopted kid, maybe I should hang back? Like, I can Mm. still be in the area? That's not a terrible idea. But, like, not in the meeting, so... There's someone on the outside if something goes wrong. Yeah, fair. There is one other disguise that we have that wouldn't require anyone to be at the the hotel room. Uh Uh-huh. And she pulls out the three other potions of gaseous form. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, you've brought the fart juice to the... What? Let me start that over again. It's potion of gaseous form. It it turns you into a cloud. I know what gaseous form potion does. You've done it earlier. it feels tingly. <laughs> I, I know. I just, I, I wish you would stop with the fart comments. It's, <laughs> it's undignified. We're mature adults. We, we do what we want, I think. Galva looks embarrassed. No, it's fine. It, it's a very good potion that does a very good job right. when it needs to. But essentially, I feel as though we could just have someone present, but not pres- be able to be on the scene in an emergency without necessarily needing to be sitting at the table. That's fair. How long does that potion last for? It's an hour. 
an hour. All right. So really, all four of us could potentially go. I mean, yeah, the three of you could go, and I could quaff one of these and be ready for a signal from any of you. Which I suppose the signal would be if fighting breaks out or fireballs go off or anything like that. That is fair. Um, but then you're there, and then it's you there, and it's like, oh, that the jailbreak Galva. That's not your name, but I don't know. I'm just trying to think of all the ways this could go wrong. A lot of them, Captain. I think all of them, actually. Yes. Well, what if we did something else? Okay. What if instead of all of us going, I change my look so that I am someone Cole has not encountered before. I go in on my own, and I see what's going on in the bar. Once I have a look, I can come back out, and we can plan from there. That's not a terrible idea, actually. I like that. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea. That is the smartest thing I've heard tonight. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're just getting started, buddy. Plus or minus, Galva, I don't know if you would want to maybe write something down that I could possibly slip to Cole? Galva folds her arms and is looking off into the middle distance, trying to think. Trying to think, trying to think. Hi, it's me, Galva. Right, but... (laughs) I'm playing. (laughs) I guess... What does worry me is that if I gave you anything that indicated that you had contact with me, it would seem like a ransom note. <laughs> what if it's in your handwriting, though? Well, he, yes, that that he has no way to know that I was not coerced to write it. You can coerce people to write things, yeah. yeah. True. What if... Can we record, like, a video? And just be like, hi, it's me, That's Galva. even more suspicious. That is even more ransom-like. Listen, I'm a pirate, okay? I'm <laughs> yes, just working I... with what I've got. <laughs> All I know is illegal. <laughs> All I know is how to break the law. <laughs> Let's have you scout out the situation first. And based on what you gather, we can figure out if we should even tell him that I'm here yet. We are in the lion's den. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, sounds good. All right, that that makes sense to me. Suppose he won't be too difficult to find. We know where he works. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right, and I mean, you know how to get in touch with us, Galva says, holding up her phone. Yes. Yes, I do. We keep calling them phones, but I imagine they're actually supposed to be some kind of cool Star Trek-y kind of... They're communicators. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just picturing my fucking phone. This is already high tech enough. It's 2023. Listen, Get a fucking picture your phone, but put some extra neon lights on it, like on the back. There okay. you go. That's Perfect. what it looks like. Perfect. All right. So Finch, you are going to scout out the blasted Balrog. Does Finch need to change their clothing? Because I don't know if their magical wiggle power does that. They will. I was actually going to suggest they will make like a, a real physical disguise with their flesh body and use the hat to make a clothing disguise. Flesh body. Okay. Yeah. What are you changing into? I think Finch will go with a nondescript half-elf. Okay. Trying to decide if they want to go gender neutral or if they want to lean one way or the other. The plainest half-elf. Be the most boring thing you can think of. Human fighter. Half-elves are about as middle in the road as it gets already. (laughs) Might as well. Okay, so Finch changes into Ryu from Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, I think maybe just plain androgynous half-elf. Dressed up, not dressed up-up, but dressed nicely for an evening right. on the town. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Okay. So um, the blasted Balrog is uh, it's not a super nice establishment, but it's not also a uh, you know a hole in the wall kind of dumpy tavern. It is a little bit off the beaten path, though. It is closer to the outskirts of the city. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily out of the way, but it's not on any of the main roads. You do have to make your way a, a little bit down some side paths. Okay. But it is not an upscale establishment. But when you go in, it's also not exactly bustling. It actually looks like the Blasted Balrog might even be on its last legs. You know, when a, uh, a business is sort of getting close to close, like there's always one or two regulars mm-hmm. and then the place is mostly empty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like every place family owned during COVID. Exactly. Real quick. What's up? Prior to going out, Finch would ask Galva to describe her old captain to them so they would have a good chance of recognizing him. What was his name? Lucenti? Yes. Captain Lucenti. Yeah. So Lucenti is a reasonably larger man, fit, but not bulky, a strong jawline, a very sort of like a pencil thin mustache, hair salt and pepper kind of slick back the biggest feature that he is going to have though oh missing arm is bulging no biceps nothing bulging <laughs> oh he either will have a missing arm or possibly at this juncture it's been a number of years possibly a prosthetic but it, it really depends on his preference you you don't know that sure it was his left arm right no it was his right it was his right okay my bad yeah it, it's symbolic that. He lost his right hand. That's right. Hey. Hey, you did it. Yeah. There is one other thing that Galva would definitely tell Finch. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the other thing, I mean, obviously he's a genasi. Right. I think he said everyone under his command was a uh, paragenasi. Everyone under the Electrum Alloy command is a paragenasi. And... If he is in there, you might honestly notice the temperature in the room drop because he is an ice paragenasi. Good to know. And yeah, so I think you'll know him if you see him. Certainly sounds like it. All right, off I go. All right. So yeah, this uh, kind of older looking tavern, it's still kept well enough, but definitely looks like it's fallen on some hard times. But uh, when you enter the Blasted Balrog, there are very few patrons. There are about three people really kind of uh, puttering around, two at the bar, one at the table, one is having a a small meal with a drink. There's a television above the bar. looks like they have just the news on in general. And there is a tiefling woman tending the bar. Ah, I love tieflings. Yes. She is a, a buxom tiefling woman with long golden blonde hair braided around her short, stout horns so that they look like a combination of hair buns and twin cones. And she lets the hair dangle loose at the end like tassels. She has crimson red skin and wears a striped corset over a sleeveless, light gray dress with pink embroidery along the bottom hem. But I imagine this is around the time you were going to meet Cole. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Cole isn't there right away, but a minute or so, Before the agreed meeting time, Cole wanders in in civilian clothes. He is dressed in a very nice, like a button-down shirt with the top button on the the collar buttoned up as opposed to open. Oh, damn. 
yes, he's very straight-laced. And he's wearing a, a nice pair of slacks. He is carrying with him a couple of items. It looks like he's carrying a couple of small books. One looks like a day planner. The other one is like a, a notebook and a uh, just some personal effects. Nerd. And he walks in and says, oh, uh, hi, Rosalys. And Rosalys responds with, how you doing, sweetie? Oh, my God. I love her. That's the bartender. Yes. Always got to have a gravelly voice bartender. I love it. It's from all the smoking. Don't smoke, kids. So Cole goes, uh, could I trouble you for my usual? I'm, I'm, I'm meeting some, some newcomers in town. What a dork. And she goes, of course, sweetie. It'll be out in a minute. Why don't you have a seat? And he sits at one of the tables towards the back. And he takes out, he takes his notebook or one of his, whatever the things, and he takes a pen. And he just starts to casually write. And a couple of minutes later, Rosalys comes out with a vanilla milkshake and sets oh it down in god. front of Cole. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we have to leave this fucker here and just go. Um, also, there are four cherries on top. Oh my god. And he bows his head. He's like, thank you so much, Rosalys. I, I'm not sure when they'll be here, but I, I appreciate it. Um, if possible, uh, could you get some, just some, some snacks? I, I would appreciate it. And Rosalys goes, of course, Cole. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Let me get, let me get to work. I'll, I'll be in the kitchen if you need anything. So she heads back and he very happily plucks one of the cherries from the top of the milkshake and pops it into his mouth. And he is just very delighted to be having his milkshake. Oh my oh. God. What a precious boy. Can't wait to break his heart. I stole your sister. <laughs> Idiot. No, I'm playing. Can't wait to make him clean the toilets forever. <laughs> Gotta earn them vanilla milkshakes, boy. Wow. Wow. So yeah, I mean, so how long are you going to hang out? I was going to have Finch go ahead and order a drink and talk to the bartender, but if she's in the kitchen, I guess they're not going to talk to the bartender. Oh, I mean, when you if you walk up to the bar, like she peeks out in, in, in the chance that someone comes in and so she uh-huh. can take. So you could do that. Oh, OK. I'm sure she's got like a staff that cooks for her. I mean, mm. if this place is on the down and outs, maybe not. Maybe she's got like a brother that comes in and helps her out. A brother who sounds identical to her in every way. Yeah. <laughs> Make that happen. Uh. Anyway. But yeah, so you're going to head up to the bar? Mm-hmm. So after a minute, she kind of pokes her head out because, you know, she always keeps an eye on the place. And uh, she's, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice you come in. Uh, one moment. All right. Thank you. And she finishes up what she's doing and she comes out and she's like, how you doing? My name's Rosalys. How are you? What can I do for you today, sweetie? Oh, good evening, Rosalys. It's nice to meet you. Um, my name is Ren. That's W-R-E-N, like a bird. Thank you for spelling it, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> that was out of character. I know. I just, I had to. Was it Starbucks? You're going to write it on your cup? I figured I'd better spell it because I was just waiting for Rio to say something stupid. And Stimpy? There we go. I just like the idea of, <laughs> my name is Ren, W-R-E-N. <laughs> God damn it, Scott. Everyone spells it wrong and you hate it. Oh. God damn it, Scott. God damn it, Scott. You're welcome. That's canon now. Okay, that's fine. Ren Fair. Ren Fair. 
So what can I get you, sweetie? You want something on tap? You want something special? Okay, give me just a second out of character to decide, because I don't go to bars. I don't fucking know. It's a fantasy world. Make up a Make beer. up a drink. Make up a drink. The knuckle dick. No. No. They're not going to ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would like one knuckle dick. Do you want it dragon or clenched? Oh, <laughs> oh dude. Oh, Way to play into it. Oh, I guess oh, I'm going to have to leave that in. Hey, boss, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking impressed. Um, could I get an Arnold Palmer, please? She says, of course, sweetie. One second. And she goes and she is going to brew one up for you. And she brings it out in a nice clean glass with a straw and a little umbrella. Ah. And she's like, could I interest you in something to eat? Some bar snacks, maybe some nuts, some peanuts, some pretzels. Would you like a sandwich, sweetie? <laughs> With peanuts, nuts, and pretzels? In oh, that God. order. <laughs> On the sandwich. <laughs> Just a piece of bread piled high with peanuts and pretzels. Why is it so fucking funny? I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. I'm, I'm good with the drink for now. All right, no problem. Just shout out for Rosalys if you need something. I'll be in the back. I got some stuff I gotta do. Right, thank you very much. So yeah, she heads into the back. And Finch, what what do you do? Well, Finch will have a seat at the bar and just kind of keep to themselves and observe. Mm -hmm. Roll perception or investigation or something. Yeah, roll me perception. Bought some things, I don't know. Oh no, okay, well, 11. Okay. At some point, the guy who is eating a kind of meager meal at one of the tables gets up, leaves the amount of money for the meal, plus a pretty generous tip, and just heads out. Mm -hmm. As he leaves out, he calls out, Bye, Rosalys, and she says, Alright, sweetie, you have a good night now. And you peek over at Cole. It looks like he's busy doing something in one of his little books. Mm -hmm. He uh, occasionally looks up, doesn't see anyone come in, kind of goes like, hmm, like, He's not surprised, but at the same time, he's uh, he is keeping an eye on the door, sipping on his vanilla milkshake. Mm -hmm. He is down to two cherries. <laughs> and he's going to leave. He um, doesn't, you know, no, no one else comes to join him. He has no friends. Okay, so right now it's just Cole in the bar and then two other people? Yeah. At the bar? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There were three people. One person left. Yeah, so one the person other two left. people at the bar. One of them just appears to be sipping his drink, watching the news. Doesn't really seem like he even knows you're there. Sure. The other one is busy on his phone while he's having his drink. Probably got out of work not too long ago. Okay. Do they look like um, authority or civilian? Civilian. Okay. Yeah, this doesn't look like a big authority bar. And Cole is in his civvies, it sounded like? Cole is in his, in his civilian clothes, yes. Hmm. Do I want to approach the boy? You want to approach the boy? I'm I'm wondering if I want to approach the boy. Oh my goodness. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Maybe you should approach the boy. Maybe I should approach the boy. Do some actual role playing. Yeah. <laughs> Make something happen before I tear my hair out. Okay, sorry, Rio. Elias explodes it through the window. I'm bored! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so uh, I think Finch will, will take their time observing, keeping an eye on things, and once it really seems like nothing is going to happen, uh -huh. they will pick up their drink and they will walk over to the table where Cole is. So, Cole, 
looks up as you move over to the table and says, oh, um, can I help you? Uh, well, not, not really. I was just, um, you seem to be waiting for someone who's not showing up. Oh, um, I mean, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I, there were some people that I was going to meet. They didn't show up. I mean, they don't really have any obligation or anything like that. Uh, it's not, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Oh, what happened? I mean, if you don't mind my asking. Um, I don't know. They didn't show up. I don't really have, like, their <laughs> contact information. Oh, well, no, no, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. I asked that stupidly. I apologize. Um, why did you ask them to come out? Oh, uh, well, my superior officer kind of got on my case and, uh, you know, it's kind of put the, our, our best face forward within the authority. So they're new in town and I guess, uh... Yeah, I was going to treat him to a drink, but I guess uh, I didn't do my job good enough or something. I don't know. Oh, I see. Well, um, I don't currently have anyone to spend any time with. Do you, um, do you mind if I keep you company while you wait? Um, he kind of looks around. He's like, sure. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm Cole, by the way. Uh, Private Cole Lithos. Nice to meet you. Uh, he holds out a hand. Cool, it's nice to meet you. Finch will shake his hand and introduce themselves as Ren. My name is Ren, just Ren. Oh, nice to meet you, Ren. Are you, uh, are you new in town? Pretty new, yes. Um, I just was curious, you know, hearing things here and there about the big authority fort that's actually kind of turning into a sort of, not metropolis exactly, but, you know, it's, it's getting pretty big, so I wanted to come and see what everything was about. Oh, uh... Yeah, I guess I, um, he, he looks around, he's like, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it so, yeah, he, he, he kind of looks around, he, he, he doesn't really know what to say, he looks kind of awkward, mm-hmm. and he shrugs his shoulders like he doesn't really know what to say. He looks like he wants to say something, but is not. Oh, interesting. So, um, you said private cold litho, so you're with the authority? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I just recently enlisted. Oh, how long ago? Um... Oh, boy. Uh, I guess it's been a couple of weeks now. Well, that's not very long at all. How do you like it so far? It's, you know, it's structured. I I like that. It's a little bit of structure can be sort of freeing, actually. If you know it's expected of you, then you don't have to worry about making things up as you go along. I can get that. Yeah, it's, you know, kind of like that. You know, it's an opportunity to do some good. Sure, yes. So, you said it's been a couple of weeks. Have you been in Fort Ola very long? Yeah, uh, this is where I was uh, assigned when I enlisted. You know, I'm kind of in the some of the basic training phases still, but I, you know, pretty much done with that. I just got my first post, and uh, what a, I mean, I, I can't imagine there's a lot here for an out-of-towner. I mean, it's, as you can see, he kind of gestures around. There's um, a lot of the, the businesses that don't get a lot of the Authority patronage kind of fall to the wayside. Yes, I'm getting that impression. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is one of the, well, at least the way Rosalis tells it, this is one of the first places that opened up when Fort Olor was kind of just getting started, you know? And uh, over time, members of the Authority moved on to more, I guess, appropriate, he, he does air quotes, uh, appropriate establishments. And, uh, you know, poor Rosalys here is kind of taking the place on all by herself. So I come here 
every day after I get off work and, you know, have some downtime here. Figure I'd rather my money go somewhere good. Oh, that's really very sweet of you, Cole. I, I do have to say, this is certainly one of the nice establishments I've been in, in a while. He looks around. Um, it is not <laughs> a very nice establishment. <laughs> it's, it's seen better days. <laughs> Finch has by this time sat down across the table from him. Right. So they lean in sort of conspiratorially and lift a hand up to, to the side of their mouth to sort of, you know, like shield what they're saying. Right. I like it because it's very quiet and there aren't any fights going on. Uh, he nods like, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I like it like that, too, actually. Um, some of the other uh, authority privates. Um, what's the word? Uh, a lot of dick waving contests happen. <laughs> oh, um, I understand. I don't mean that literally because no, no, no. Be I, indecent I, exposure and that's not actually punishable by something or other, I would assume, yes. No, I I'm just mean that like, you know, some person will be like, Hey, I bet you I could drink more than you and then, you know, next thing you know, they're throwing each other through windows or they just it's annoying. People are stupid. Ah, <sighs> uh, you don't have to tell me. I could tell you stories myself. Out of character, Finch must be delighted to be talking to another adult. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cavill's like, man, I miss drinking with all the authority people. <laughs> and throwing them through tables. Like, man, those were the days. So Cole goes, um, so what do you do, Ren? I mean, are you just just traveling or do you, like, what do you do? Oh, I freelance a bit. Um, I spent some time in medical school, but didn't actually, you know, go through with the whole thing. Um, but I took enough to get um, some certifications. So I'm a bit of a traveling, um, not doctor, because I'm not a doctor, but um, medic, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, just kind of a traveling healer. Yes. Oh, I, that's nice. I mean, I'm sure you've seen your fair share of bad things, but I mean... I think it's neat that you want to help people. Thank you. Um, that That is the whole purpose. I definitely feel like I'm at my best when I'm helping others. So my particular skill set allows me to do that. At this point, Rosalys comes with some food, uh, a sandwich for Cole and a couple of other snacks, a little salad, some pretzels. And uh, so Rosalys goes, oh, Cole, sweetie, it looks like you made a friend. This is nice. Finally. Oh, and Cole says, oh, uh, yeah, uh, Red decided to uh, join me. Well, that's nice, Red. Listen, you take good care of Cole here. He's a sweetheart, but he doesn't have a lot of friends. In fact, he never comes in here with anybody. <laughs> and Cole kind of looks around like he wants to say something again, but he's just like, he shrugs. No. Oh. And Rosalys goes, well, I'll leave the two of you to it. Don't get too noisy now. Do you want to bother the other patrons? You know, she says sarcastically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Cole says, uh, don't worry, Rosalys, we'll, we'll, we'll be quiet. And he's saying it very seriously. Very earnest. What a good boy. <laughs> this is a child after Finch's heart. He really is. So about how long has, has Finch been in there by himself? I'm going to say probably 15 to 20 minutes. Hey, I'm going to roll something real quick. Okay. Sam's <laughs> Elias is getting bored. Roll the patience check. It's not bored, it's concern, because Finch is in there by themselves. 
and they don't know what to expect. Well, that's fair. I think at some point Finch will probably fire off a text to do the others. I was about to say, I was going to have Zelias do that as well, but I rolled a 16, which means he's fine. Oh, oh okay. okay. But you can fucking text him if you want. I don't care. Yeah, I think they'll just text, um, talking to Cole, things are fine. Are you doing it discreetly, or are you doing it, like, you just pulling out your, your communicator and sending them? Are you it? showing him your phone while you text? Finch gets up, they sit next to Cole, they snuggle in real close and make sure he can <laughs> see everything they type. <laughs> No. Well, no, the reason why I'm asking is like, what's the gesture like? Because if you're trying to be discreet about it, I was going to make you roll stealth. That seems. I mean, I don't think unnatural. they'd be super discreet about it. If this future advanced space society is anything like our society, right? If you're just sitting and having a casual chat with someone, yeah, they're probably going to pull out their phone at some point and look at a notification or respond to a text or something. Be rude. Yeah, that's all I wanted to know is if you were being discreet about it. I mean, they'll do it discreetly, but they're not going to be trying to stealthily hide their actions, if that makes sense. Yeah, let me, yeah, my, my rephrase, if you were trying to do it without him seeing you, that's what I wanted to know. Okay, no, I don't think they try to hide it from him. Okay, then yeah. Yeah, talking to Cole, things are fine. Phone away. So, yep, Cole is just very quietly, he's sipping his milkshake, he's eating his sandwich. He keeps making glances at you, mm-hmm. Finch, but he's not saying anything. He just looks, well, this looks familiar to you. He looks very awkward. No, oh, weird. Finch, I think, feels like they have encountered a kindred soul. What did you do with Wilhelm? Would you have taken <laughs> Wilhelm or would you have left him in my capable hands? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you left, if you left Wilhelm with Zelias, I get the feeling he's getting Mardi Gras paint. Oh, God. No, I'm not going to fucking paint Wilhelm. No, I'm going to say because Wilhelm is like Finch's ace in the hole. Uh-huh. Because they can do that cool spell now. He is in their bag. Okay. I'm wondering, Wilhelm isn't going to, like, scream out anything? In the, yeah, no. Wilhelm is obviously aware, hey, when Finch is doing things, be quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're spooky, you skull. Yeah. It just occurred to me, I'm like, where's Wilhelm during all this? Yeah, he's in their bag. Okay, so in the interest of not dragging this along, because I'm very bad at small talk in real life, so I That's have a hard, hard time role-playing it. I think I'm going to say Finch is obviously going to recognize Cole's awkwardness Mm -hmm. because it is, as you said, very familiar to them. Yes. They're in kind of a weird position now where like they're the instigator. And actually, I feel (laughs) like based on their just the experiences that they've had with this crew of chuckle fucks up until this point, like they feel a little better able to handle this situation. Right. So they're going to continue to make polite small talk and try to encourage an exchange. So they'll maybe start off telling him about the colony where they grew up and like, you know, mention their sister and their, you know, pair, whatever. Um, oh, you know, just like, oh, when you get into sister talk, uh-huh. oh Cole gets very interested and we'll, we'll start to talk about his sister. Okay. Oh boy. And this, I think, is probably going to maybe be a, um, not a pissing contest, but sort of a a little bit of a one-upmanship because Finch is very proud of their sister. So if if we're able to get this dialogue going, I can picture this taking quite a long time. Right. So when Cole starts talking about Galva, you you notice he starts to get very animated, very excitable. Mm -hmm. When you start to praise Phoebe's accomplishments... Cole starts to very heatedly 
talk about Galva's accomplishments. Uh-huh. Fuck you, mine's better. Yeah, and, and it, it turns into a kind of a whataboutism sort of, you know, one-upmanship type thing. Where at no point are you questioning that Galva is incapable, but <laughs> Cole is very, very passionately arguing on behalf of his sister. Oh. And oh. at one point, he just... He, it looks like he gets almost not angry at you, mm-hmm. but he just goes, I, I can't believe she would get taken like that. Without conversation context, this sounds so weird. I was just about to say, like, what is the context? The context is like he's he's talking about how capable Galva is as a fighter and how strong she is. Oh, OK. So, yeah. So he hasn't mentioned any of Galva's um, oopsies up until this point. No. And in fact, he hasn't mentioned her by name either. Oh, interesting. Well, um, if he's going to say that in character, Finch will respond in character. Yes. Taken like what? Some stupid wannabe pirate loser decided that just, I don't know, he probably convinced her with something. I don't know. But she's being held captive by this, this joker of a pirate. And I haven't heard. I'm really worried about her. She's being held captive by a pirate? That's terrible. It's the worst! <laughs> I don't even know where she is! I keep hoping that, being with the authority, that I'll, I can get some word that I can find her. That does seem like a sensible assumption. What kind of pirate has kidnapped her? You said that they're, they're a joker? Like, like a clown? Or like, um, incapable? So, the official story is that he is Felstar's Elias. But I- I've gotten some records on this guy. He's a clown. He's a complete clown. I mean, he's yeah. petty. He's stupid. Mm-hmm. I-, I-, I can't believe he's alive. I The, the <laughs> fact that this man is still walking, that he hasn't blown his limbs off in, in a fireball-related incident is shocking. Is I-, I can't even call it luck because... It's very—it's all very clearly his doing. Like it's so, skill, bro. Like you know how everyone says that, like, oh, the gods have left us. No, I'm pretty sure they're using all their otherworldly power to protect this one idiot man, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, now let's see. How do I want to respond? <laughs> Just, I feel you, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bruh. Finch has a thousand-yard stare. <laughs> no, I, I think because, um, unfortunately or fortunately, Cole is saying a lot of the things Finch has thought privately to themselves <laughs> about this Joker pirate clown. <laughs> They're still expressing obvious interest in what he's saying. I feel mm-hmm. like, well... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is probably the most animated Cole has been all night. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so I think they're just kind of getting into this with him. So they'll ask, if he's such an absolutely incapable buffoon, how in the world could he... What do you think, he tricked her into staying with him? Or or is he blackmailing her? Or That is the only thing. I mean, Galva is so strong, but she's not very good with people and i get the feel like the only way that this idiot of a man has survived is probably because he can lie really well and Mm -hmm. he knows how to talk his way out of situations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 
that's the only thing I think is I know they were in Event Horizons together. So the only thing I could think of is that he needed someone to keep his dumb, stupid self safe. And he saw my beautiful sister and be like, hey, she looks like she could really mess people up. I mean, which she can, but he had to have manipulated her somehow. And now he won't let her leave and come home. So I want to find this guy and I want to deal with him and show him just how lucky he is. What I mean to say is that he's not going to be lucky because I'm going to deal with him. (laughs) (laughs) This is delightful. A little Captain Wiener. I have to say, your sister is very lucky to have you as her brother. Uh, I I mean, I, that's nice of you to say, but honestly, if I were even a little bit stronger, I would have been able to get to her sooner. That's another reason why I joined the Authority, is I, you know, I want, to get, want to get stronger so I can help her. But first things first, I got to do my, my time here kind of in the trenches. And luckily, I have a commanding officer that's looking out for me. And I think hopefully I can find, I can get some news, at least know that she's okay and that he hasn't done anything weird or creepy or stupid to her and that she's alive. I mean, they, she's still with them. Right. Right. <sighs> so, I mean, Ren, you've, you've been around a lot, right? Sure. Um, I mean, can I get your opinion on something? Oh, absolutely. Stranger, you might have just met. Yeah. We've really hit it off. We're good friends now. Oh, yeah. So he reaches into one of his little, uh, you know, he had a number of books with him. One of them is uh, like a little, one of those notebooks that has the leather cover that you snap. Mm-hmm. Um, he grabs that, he unsnaps it, and he pulls out some loose papers. And he fans them out in front of you. And they are your wanted posters. Hey. All four of them. And he says, so this is my sister. And he points to Galva's. Mm-hmm. And... He sets hers aside and says, what do you make of the other three? This is Captain Stupid. This is Captain <laughs> Stupid here. Uh, Cole has drawn on Zelias's. <gasps> yes! Oh. What a child. There is an arrow going through the head. There's stink lines. There's flies. Um, there's a word bubble that says, I don't know how I'm alive. Um, <laughs> it is true. He has blacked out some of his shark teeth to make it look like his missing teeth. Oh, God. <laughs> very mature, very very good craftsmanship. But he says, so this is this is Captain Stupid, the walking fireball, the one that I have no idea how he's still even alive. Um and, but then here's this is Death Song Finch, who I you know, I did some digging, was apparently a, a doctor, but was arrested for necromacy. I mean, I don't really know too much about them. And then this is this is Aotir, and I guess she was uh a noble, a royal. I, I don't know what what she'd be doing with, with the idiot over here. I just know mm-hmm. that she suplexed a, a member of the authority. That, you know, didn't go too well. I don't know why she... That was kind of dumb. I don't know why she did that. <laughs> that would be an interesting question to answer, wouldn't it? I did, yeah, I don't know. But these are the people that she was last seen with. Right. And, I mm-hmm. mean, there's, there's news. She's still with them. I don't know why she's still with them. Well, maybe she's looking for a better opportunity? I mean, okay, so my sister is, and he kind of like stands and gets up on his tippy toes, this big, this big. She is huge and and, and strong and, and powerful and awesome. And then he holds up Zelias' wanted poster, and 
this person is like under five. He's tiny. Mm-hmm. He's tiny, and like all my sister would have to do is shake him like a child. <laughs> like just pick him up, shake him very angrily, and then throw him on the ground, and that should obliterate him. And I don't know why my sister hasn't done that yet. Real dumb. Well, you you know her better than I do, obviously. I, I can't really give any thoughts on that. Um, the only thing I, I can think is, like I said, perhaps she's just looking for a better opportunity and it hasn't presented itself yet. I mean, she's a wanted criminal. Um, look at this bounty. Um, That's inflated. There's no idea. way he's worth this much. Well, no, I, I was talking about her bounty. Oh, yeah, well, okay, but still, even then, like, she's clearly strong and power and, and potentially dangerous. And then there's the, the Captain Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> well, if nothing else, I do know that he is very good at fireballs if the um, authorities' reports are to be believed. So he's probably got that going for him. Okay, but how many fireballs can he cast, really? Well, I and mean, also, he loves to catch himself in them. Does he really? Do the reports say that? Yes, the there are actual... Okay, so my, my captain showed me some reports. They're, they're in his file, it actually says, do not get close to him because <laughs> he will actually fireball himself to take out others. Yes. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Do, do, now do you understand why I'm so confused why he's still alive? Uh, absolutely. Wow. I imagine that he's lost at least a, a handful of brain cells with each fireball. He has to have. At, at least, certainly. I want to say, so while Cole is going on his tirade, um, <laughs> Finch mm-hmm. has casually reached into their bag and produced a pen, and they are now doodling on the Zelias picture. Oh, what a child. <laughs> They're adding a mustache. What are those long, skinny, curly ones? Oh, yes. a good one? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, That's so he's just like, so I don't understand why my wonderful sister is still stuck with Captain Potato. <laughs> Potato? Captain Potato. I love that. Not <laughs> clever. Well, <sighs> I am as baffled as you are, honestly. Um, fascinating. I'm, I'm sorry, Cole. I wish I could be more helpful. The only thing that I can think of is mm-hmm. that the, this silver tongue walking catastrophe has managed to to keep like okay, so there's my sister, and I imagine that if you're going to explode yourself so often, you're going to need a doctor. So that explains Death Song Finch. Sure, Zelias needs a doctor to stitch him back together every time he explodes himself. Or a necromancer to bring him back to life if he ever actually manages. To you die. don't think he's wait? You don't think he's undead, do you? <laughs> I wish. That would be incredible if he were. No, that's really awful. Now my <laughs> sister is running around the galaxy with a rotting corpse. He doesn't do it, but you could literally feel Wilhelm shift a little bit in your bag. <laughs> like he wants to go, hey. Hey, there's nothing rotting about Wilhelm. He's fine. No, I know. But still, hey, listen, he is, you don't talk bad about corpses. Yeah. And he's like, so obviously he needs a doctor to keep him alive. Yes, Because certainly. he's not doing a good job himself. Well, and he would need the muscle to also keep him alive. Right. And then there's Ao, who is... Nobility, I, I'm amazed there isn't a ransom. Maybe maybe he wants a ransom. I don't know what he wants with Ao. Well, she suplexed a, an ambassador, I think you said, right? Right. So why doesn't she suplex him? 
<laughs> that is a question I cannot answer. Like the, the okay, so my sister, Deathsog Finch, and Breaker Ao. Right. The three of them should be able to trounce this idiot without breaking a sweat. <laughs> he should be a smear across the cosmos because of the these three. And they haven't yet. So what dirt does he have on them? That is a very interesting question. Hey, wanna come back to my hotel and find out? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, well, so what I'm thinking is going to happen here is um Cole can continue to rant however long he chooses. Oh yeah, he's you have opened up the Pandora's box. Yes. Like he doesn't even care if you're listening anymore. He's just reasoning things out and they mm-hmm. get dumber as as he goes. Yeah, no, Finch will will continue to participate in his his ranting i think they will eventually attempt to move the conversation away like wind it back down and and, okay you know i don't know how long they've been chatting maybe an hour at this point it's been like an hour uh, plus at this point i think sure yeah time flies when you start talking with people especially when you get animated like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and they're really connecting right so he did say a couple of things to Finch that they're going to capitalize on. He told Finch that he comes here pretty much every night after his shift. Uh-huh. So they're planning on wrapping up this encounter politely and civilly uh-huh. and reporting back to the crew. And then maybe okay. we could come back tomorrow. Okay, yeah. So actually, just I do want to do one thing at the end. Sure. So as you're winding down, Cole actually pays for your drinks. Oh, Finch will protest. You don't. You don't have to do that. I no, don't. no, 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 no. I'm. I'm a member of the authority. I. You know. I want to put my best foot forward and show that there's a lot of people out there that do not think the authority. There are good people in the authority, and there are. So I. You know. Thank you. You. You really. It was nice to talk to somebody. It's been such a long time since I've really been able to talk about any of this, and I just. I really appreciate being able to. I guess cut loose a little bit. So thank you, Ren. You're welcome. But um, please at least let me cover the tip. Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Great. Finch will put down money for the tip. Okay. They'll leave a nice, generous one. Very nice. Because Rosalys is a very nice lady. Mm-hmm. So Cole actually sees that you you tip very generously, uh, and he he smiles very happily. He's he's happy. Yeah. So as you guys head out. Cole will call out, have a good night, Rosalys. All right, have a good night, sweetie. Get home safely. And uh, he says, I always do, and heads out. And he turns to you, Finch, and says, oh, well, uh, the barracks are back, are back this way, so um, I'm going to head back. Um, thanks again, Ren, and uh, I hope wherever your journey takes you, you, know, you keep doing good. Thank you, Cole. Um... The same to you. Have a good night. Stay safe. And he bows. And he heads off. All right. Finch also heads off back to the hotel. Okay. They'll take out their phone again and text, I'm on my way back, and then head back. Okay. I'll text a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> All right. And and then seven more. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by eggplant emoji. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh. Okay. Back at the hotel room. So that all sure happened. That sure happened. <laughs> well, I had a very interesting evening. Oh yeah. How'd go? Yeah, how is how is he doing? Was he annoyed that Bobby T. Cobalt didn't show up or was he relieved? You know, I, I honestly couldn't tell. Um 
he did seem to have a nice time after I started talking to him, though. So um, hopefully he doesn't think the evening was an entire wash. So um, first things first, uh, it doesn't actually appear that the place is um, frequented or even favored by members of the authority. There were only three people in there besides Cole and myself the entire time. And one of them left soon after I got there. I think we could reasonably safely go there, um, possibly tomorrow. Apparently Cole goes there every evening after his shift. All right. I mean, I think we can do that. Yeah, I don't see any reason why not. Um, Are we just going to hang out all day tomorrow then? I mean, that would probably be the safest way to go about it. I do need Mm. to get some potions. Um, Oh, right. (laughs) <laughs> we'll pop out to do some shopping tomorrow, but um, I think probably the best thing to do would be to lay low, since we are in the middle of an adamantine authority stronghold. Mm-hmm. Finch says, looking at Zelaya specifically. Zelaya is not listening. Wow, <laughs> to that specific part. So uh, Wilhelm is gonna pipe up and be like, "So, uh, you gonna you gonna tell everybody what uh, what you you and uh, you and Cole talked about? What'd you talk about? It was some fun stuff." Fun how? Uh, was it important, though? Well, that depends on your definition of important. Probably not, then. You know, I want to say I think Finch asked <laughs> Cole's permission to take a picture of the uh, Zelias Wanted poster. Yes. So Finch will get out their phone. He absolutely would have. And he would have been like, listen, in your travels, if you, if you find him, uh-huh. let the authority know. ASAP. What's what? Well, so, um, he, he seemed a little, well, I, I wouldn't say put out. Probably he didn't really expect Bobby the kobold to show up. So I went over and I sat down and I talked to him and we had a nice little chat. Um, things sorted off a little awkward, but I started telling him a little bit about my home life before pirate life. And, um, I got to talking to him about my sister mm-hmm. and then he got to talking to me about his sister. Uh-huh. All right. Galva, your brother is adorable. I love him. That, uh, I'm, I'm glad. He's always been, um, he's always been a pretty good kid. He's a good boy. He's a very good boy. So Cole told me all about his wonderful, beautiful, strong sister Galva. That sounds about right. It was very charming, Galva, I have to tell you. Mm. I, I feel like I would find it a less endearing right now if he wasn't intent on copying all the greatest hits from my mistakes but continue please well i mean he told me what we uncovered um sneaking through his personal writing that he joined the authority with the express intention of locating you and rescuing you from your uh your captor (laughs) chooses not to use any of the adjectives cool used to describe Zelias. There were so many of them, they can't pick just one. <laughs> so, um, Captain, it, it does turn out that this wonderful young man does have a bit of a hate boner for you. <laughs> I'm glad you phrased it like that. I thought that you might approve. Um, partly sarcasm, but that's uh, fine. Right, so... Whatever. This whole kidnapping him thing is probably going to be very tricky because he is absolutely convinced that you are a uh, a demon straight from hell who has been sent to violate and to ruin his beautiful, wonderful, perfect sister's reputation and everything else. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It was um, difficult to keep a straight face at times, but I managed. 
he um he has a lot of wanted posters. Um, okay. This one's yours. Finch has their phone out. They have pulled up the photo they took of Cole's personalized Zelias wanted poster. That's great. And they show it to him. Uh, Aunt, remind me how it was uh, ruined. Defaced? Yes. Arrow through the head, stink lines, flies, teeth blacked out. Uh-huh. A word bubble that says, how am I still alive? That one can stay. <laughs> <laughs> Finch has added the curly mustache. I think Zelaya's is critiquing this, like, well, I, I don't know, I shower pretty regularly, my teeth are in perfect condition. I do die almost a lot, though. It's true, you do. That one's alright. I can't grow facial hair, I'm an elf. So that doesn't make sense. Uh, I haven't been shot through the head yet, but though I suppose maybe one day, uh, there's always a chance. Well, we'll try to prevent that from happening. Oh, I mean, it's fine if I survive it. Well, brains are tricky beasts. I, I would prefer not to have to patch one up. Well, I'll just try to stay in, in the line of fire then. Since you already do that! Exactly. And if it was going for your head, it would end up about here. And anyway. like your belly or something. Yeah. Oh no, I don't like that. Oh well, um, I want to slap your brother a little bit. Is that like normal? I, I can understand that. Yeah, alright. As long as it's not just me. Okay, um, so he's a fan. That's one way to put it. I'll choose to see it that way. Sure, all right. Good talk, everyone. Good talk. Yeah. Well, I'm sort of wondering now if, um, instead of the captain going tomorrow, if that is indeed what we do, we can put the hat on Galva again and take her to the bar. Cool, I'll stay in the room and do nothing. Or will I? We'll leave you alone with Ao. It will be great. Nothing will go wrong. <laughs> Everything about this sounds like a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... Ayo's yeah, just quietly pouting in the corner. Oh, no! Ayo wants to go have fun. Yeah. But her face is right there, and she wasn't wearing a disguise. Yeah. She had a coat on. I'm just... I guess I could try to talk him out of it. I'll be honest, I am not entirely sure what the best course of action is here. For reasons. Um, I guess that I can go talk to him and see if I can convince him that this is... Not actually what our captain is like. She kind of looks unhappy looking at that picture. Like, come on. Well, how about this instead of splitting us all up, Doc? Sure. Yeah. Would you be able to go there tomorrow, convince him to come back here? And then we can just talk in the room and not be all weird. I can certainly try. Um, I am a little concerned what might happen if he, if he sets eyes on you, though. Uh, it's fine. I'll sit in the bathroom. There's a bathroom. It's a hotel room. There's a bathroom in it. Yes, I, I know. I'm aware. I'm, I'm in this room as well. Ayo and I can hide in there, and then you and Galva can chat with him out there, and then we'll just come out and <laughs> fuck it. I kind of like the, I like the idea of the two of you just sitting in the tub. <laughs> like the, the timeout tub. <laughs> timeout tub. I have an idea. Oh, I want to hear it. So, you said he thinks that the captain kidnapped her, right? Yes, that is the assumption he's operating under. What if we try to turn that around and say that actually <laughs> Galva kidnapped, kidnapped Elias and she's <laughs> using him for stuff? <laughs> that way, he'd be like more willing to come with us because he knows that Galva's actually in charge. <laughs> Until we get off the planet and I just pull the rug out from under him. Well, on the one hand, I don't think that's a bad idea at all, honestly. Um, my only concern is whether or not he would even 
believe that Galva was in charge. Yeah, he knows me. He knows exactly how I am. Um, he hasn't seen you for a while, has he? That's true. Yeah, it has been a number of years. We could convince him that the army toughened you up? <laughs> he is currently reporting to my old captain. Oh, right. Yeah. The, your old captain has the stories. Hmm. I mean, it depends on what the, how the captain is painting that picture of Galva to him. Thanks, yeah, that's also true. Um, it might work if we are clever about it, about how we set this up for him. Galva looks very unsure right now, but... I wish I could just roll a dice and know what to do. Listen, let's try and find a way to meet with him in a way that we're not immediately recognized and that we're all there. That seems like a tall order. Let's turn you into a horse in the room. You wouldn't have to turn me into a horse. There might be some other animal you I could be turned into. Cow? Uh, we walk a cow into the bar. That's perfectly normal. How small of an animal could you make me? Um, I don't know. Last for the duration or until the target drops to zero hit points or dies. Um, new form can be any beast whose challenge rating is equal or less. Then the targets? Yeah, it, does, it doesn't stipulate size. You could turn Galvin into a mouse. Okay. Uh, do you want to be a mouse? Or a, or a cat? Uh, or right. a I'm... beaver? I don't know. Well, we sort of need uh -huh. her to be able to talk is the problem. Parrot it is. Well, then polymorph isn't going to work. It's not only turned into a beast. Yeah, that's the problem. Parrot! Galvin, you want to be a parrot? Uh, I... I, That's a little conspicuous. That seems very piratey. <laughs> <laughs> Again, why don't we just bring him back here? But that's me. We could go and meet him there and then bring him back here. He would probably be more inclined to follow Galva rather than some stranger he met the other night. All right. That might not be a bad way to go. You just can't be Galva in public. Yeah. Well, we'll oh, put sorry. the hat on Galva. I'm and... not in character. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You just can't be Galva in public. There we go. Perfect. Well, <laughs> we can put the hat on Galva and I'll wear regular clothes. Okay, but sh that's all right. Whatever. Um, Sure. I'll I'll wait here. Right. And then we'll bring him back here and, and have oh, a is that the plan? Okay. nice private talk. Getting very confused. I'm also getting confused. <laughs> oh, okay. So, mm. all right. Finch and Galva go to the bar. The following night to meet Cole because Finch thinks that that would be the best way to convince Cole to come back to the hotel room at which point we can all talk to him but Galva is disguised as somebody who's not Galva yes and she just says hi I don't look like your sister but I totally am I mean yeah she could like tip her hand somehow yes Cole is a smart boy this would be great if he rolled like a one on smart that would be great all right I think that's I think this is probably the best option we got and also i'd like to move forward with something so i would too yes mm -hmm. let's do it okay all right so i think your working plan is finch and galva go meet cole the next day mm -hmm. and attempt to persuade him to come back with you guys so that you can have a private conversation yes yep all right so before we do that i know you said that you had some shopping that you wanted to do yes the next day so let's why don't you go ahead and what do you need what are you going to be getting Potions. All right. 
How many potions? Need to restock potions. I would like. I think eight greater healing potions is doing us good right now. So I'd like to get that. Okay. Do you remember what I charged last time? I don't know off the top of my head. I can look it up. Actually, I take notes of these things on the party wallet. Let me see. Oh, yeah, it would time. be in the party wallet. One fifty credits. Finch buying stim packs. For eight of them. It doesn't say how many. I think you bought eight okay. last time. Yeah, because that's two per person. Okay, so do one hundred and fifty. So just want everyone else's opinion. Ao might actually try to like shop for some sort of disguise outfit for herself. Okay. Just in case, like they have to be out and about because there's only one hat. Yes. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you'll be able to get a hat of disguise, but if you just want some clothes and something to disguise yourself with, you can, yep. you can put together an ensemble. An ensemble. Uh-oh, what's this? Oh, no. What is that? Oh, my God. The Yakuza. The Yakuza? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever, it's a city. I mean, there's all types. No one's going to look at you differently. The key part is the face mask with the cat face on it. All right. Yeah, that's actually a really clever little mask. I like that. The Yakuza. Mm-hmm. All right. So would anyone else like to go out and do anything in disguise or, or otherwise the next day? Aside, So, A.O., you, you are able to get your disguise. Mm-hmm. Put down uh, another 250 credits for A.O.'s disguise. Her clothes are more expensive than the uh, medicine? Fashion's yeah. more expensive than drugs. Perfect. Pink tax, my friend. Damn. Yeah, Aunt, you're brutal. <laughs> it's blue. Yeah, just take it out of her personal wallet. Also, you should be glad this costs more. That means you're not getting the fast fashion bullshit that will disintegrate in a week. That's fair. I feel like Ao knows how to look for like the actual good stuff instead of the Forever 21 bullshit. Yeah. Yes. That's why it costs so much. Too much of the upscale boutiques. Yeah, but it'll last forever. And I mean, you guys have money. Yeah. We do have money. You're not scrimping and saving. No. Alright, so... um. Would anyone else like to do anything before we uh, move to the next evening? I have nothing. Okay. Finch will at some point check in with Moot. Um, I mean, just to say hi and to keep them company. Oh, and also, I remembered, I asked Moot to do a thing yesterday. Or today. So they found that weird pirate radio station with the numbers. They'll just ask if Moot was able to locate it and if they were able to begin, like, deciphering it. Right. Um, So, Moot will respond that they were able to locate the frequency. It took some doing mm-hmm. because it's very lo-fi. So most high-tech scanners and whatnot are just, just not even picking it up. They don't operate on even the, the right wavelength. Mm, okay. But the numbers don't mean anything to him. Like, it seems like a cipher that he doesn't have the... Um, he, he would posit that it's a cipher that he doesn't have, like, the, the, the key to break. The decoder ring. Yeah. So, unfortunately, he even, you know, tried to check whatever any known authority code books, things like that, that he could dig up. Nothing. Well, Finch would point out, it probably wouldn't be in an authority code book. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he doesn't know. He's just trying, he's seeing okay. the sticks. He's throwing spaghetti at the wall here. Throwing spaghetti. Okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. They're doing what Finch asked. It, it took him a couple of hours and then he spent the rest of the day looking at Gala's fan art and creating holographic animatronics. You know, I was about to say Moot is doing their best, but I I can't say that now. I approve of everything Moot is doing, and I'm the captain, so it's fine. He is absolutely doing his best. (laughs) That's okay. I'm just imagining the Five Nights at Freddy's versions of all the how to draw manga 
like all those yeah. characters oh in God. those books. Oh my <laughs> With God. Melty faces. With all the melty faces. <laughs> didn't it turn out that person's actually pretty cool? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're great. Yeah. They clearly didn't know how to actually draw anime and manga and they were told to do it and they're like, fuck it. All right. But yeah, so the animatronics are going to have all this horror melty face. <laughs> Good. So uh, so we'll we'll jump to the evening around uh, six, seven o'clock ish. Yep. What would you guys like to do? We try to get there before or after Cole. Um. Hmm. Maybe after. So yeah, after. Okay. Yeah. And Galva will go as the half orc disguise. You know. Okay. It's approximately right. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So when you guys do decide to arrive, there's Cole sitting at his usual table. With his little notebook that he's currently doing something in. And he has his vanilla milkshake and some, you know, a sandwich, a salad. And he's just, you know, hanging out. Rosalys is there. And there's two other people in there right now. Two different people, but again, no one who looks like they're there for any other reason other than to kill time after work. Sure. Okay, well, I think um, second verse, same as the first, Finch will say hi to the bartender whose name I just totally blanked on, even though you just said it. Rosalis. Rosalis. Okay. They will say hi to Rosalis. They will order another Arnold Palmer. How you doing, Ren? Doing quite well, thank you. Who's your tall friend? What would we have decided Galva's name is? Please make one up. Galva is not creative. She keeps calling herself Rebecca Stone. Rebecca <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's right. But that's good. She's a half orc. Yeah, she's a half orc. Okay, this is my friend Felicity. <laughs> that's a half orc name. It is now. It is now. Oh my <laughs> okay, I love <laughs> that you me to make asked something specifically up. that if this was a half orc before you decided mm-hmm. on Felicity. Perfect. No notes. I don't know. I thought well, maybe something will come into my brain. Nope, nothing's hidden. Okay. I'm naming her after a virtue. I love that, though. No, it's perfect. How you doing, Felicity? My name is Rosalys. You can call me Roz. Galva kind of doesn't really talk yet, both because it's Galva, but also because um, speaking up too loud might give away who it is. Yeah, no, I think Finch will lean in a little bit and kind of quietly say, she's very shy. Oh, that's all right. Well, look, why don't you guys have a seat? I'll get you an Arnold Palmer. Would you like the same, sweetie? Turns to you, Galva. Galva actually would rather alcohol, but she nods reluctantly. All right. Sorry, Galva. Two Arnold Palmers coming right up. Hey, call your friends here. And Cole will pick up and see Ren and his eyes will kind of light up and be like, oh, hi, Ren. Hello, Cole. How are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I didn't think you'd still be in town. It's good to see you. Well, you know, it, it is kind of big and I hadn't seen quite all of it yet. It's good to see you as well. Oh, uh, so, yeah, he was going to stand up. He's going to make sure that the table has two extra chairs so uh, you can go over and join him. And, oh, um, is, uh, I- I'm sorry, we haven't met. Um, he's going to go over to you, Galva, and bow and say, uh, my name is Cole Lithos, ma'am. It's a pleasure to meet you. This is so challenging to figure out what she would even do here. <laughs> Why did you put her in this situation? Because it's hilarious. I, mean, I could have gone instead and it would have been a nightmare. It would have been a nightmare. <laughs> oh, the night's young. The night is young, yes. Gala will kind of like raise a hand as a like, hey, sort of gesture and just nod. Because Finch, please explain. Finch, Finch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need to make a roll real quick. Does Colt immediately recognize that awkward hand gesture? All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fine. Fine. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's definitely a yes. <laughs> That's fine. All right. It's it's fine. And I want to roll insight on whether he recognized my hand gesture. He's looking at you expectantly. He doesn't look like he's staring at you in shock or surprise. Okay, well, in that case, Finch will repeat what they said to Rosalys. She's very shy. Oh, oh, okay, no, I, I, I get it. Um, anyway, so, uh, why, why don't you have a seat? Thank you. So Finch will approach the table, and they'll wait for Galva to sit. Yeah, Galva, I think, and this is sort of like a round table? Yeah. Okay. I think she specifically tries to get a seat with her back facing more towards the wall. One where she can see the door, essentially. So you're going to be fighting Cole for that spot because that's where Cole sits. God damn it. All right. You know, I feel like she moves for that spot and then he's already taking it and she kind of reluctantly finds the next best strategic spot to sit in. Right. Yeah, it's a good thing Finch waited for Galva. (laughs) They're just going to take whatever seat is left over. It's so awkward having brothers that think the same way you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Relatable. Is this a, f- a friend of yours? Are you traveling together? Yes, uh, we've been traveling together for a little while. Oh, are, are you also a doctor? So he is now turning to you, Galva. Galva shakes her head. She's not about to pretend to be a doctor. Finch can make up some <laughs> other story. She believes in you, Finch. Well, she's she's more of a... Machine doctor, if you will. Um, she acts as my mechanic. I'm hopeless with that sort of thing. So um, she does all of the, like I said, the machinery. Oh, huh. You know, I, you kind of reminded me of somebody. So I, I guess I, I, this kind of makes sense. Oh, who did she remind you of? Oh, I, I didn't say. My, my sister is kind of a, she's very capable when it comes to, you know, machinery. she used to build a lot of models. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were so cool. What kind? Finch asks as if they haven't already seen exactly the models he's talking about. Oh, like ships and things. I always thought that seemed like a fun hobby. I never really found the time for it. It does seem to be kind of time consuming. Oh, I mean, when you get into it, I mean, it, it depends on the, I guess, the, the scale, the level of difficulty, like how, how you want to, she used to get really into it. You know, do you want to sand it down and paint it and hide the seams where the parts come together. You know, it's it, it's as time-consuming as you want to make it. Oh, I, I didn't realize that. Maybe I could get into it. I suppose there are different levels of difficulty or, or, or complexity, as it were, right? Like you could get something that's made up of a few pieces versus something that's made up of hundreds of pieces. Oh, yeah, there's all types. Uh, he's going to start going through the different grades of model kits. Okay, Finch will let him. They will glance at Galva from time to time, like, hey, do you want to get in on this? <laughs> right now, Galva looks like she's trying not to panic. Like, how the shit does she... She's been trying to figure out how she's actually going to talk to her brother. Um, hey, Galva. Yeah? Galva? Yeah? Roll me performance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's a nat 20. 18. I guess she's doing... She's Holy- keeping a lot cooler than she normally would. So... As opposed to horse Galva, who is just anxiously shifting from hoof to hoof. Yes. <laughs> I guess having a day to prepare probably helped. Yeah. Right. So I think she's going to wait until he really starts getting into the sort of model ships. Uh-huh. 
I'm sure he's going full nerd and over explaining all of it, getting into the different grades and the different kinds of ships that you could. Yes. Yes. That is the intent. Yes. She's going to wait until he makes a mistake and correct him on it in a very quiet voice. Let me see if I'm, you know, I'm going to make an in in check to see if he makes a mistake. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He made a mistake. Okay. What's your roll? Um, a seven total. Oh no. I think when he starts talking about the different scales, he mixes up the numbers. Like there's the one sixtieth scale and then the the one one twenty scale. He gives a number like the one fiftieth scale by accident as opposed to one sixty. Mm-hmm. And so she will lean towards him and cover her, her mouth and she'll, be, and she'll be like, You mean sixtieth? Uh he says Oh yeah, no, I mean the sixtieth What And She's going to glare at him with, like, a finger to her mouth. He's still staring at her. I'm going to roll to intimidate. (laughs) Fuck this kid. Scare him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love the advantage. Okay, that is 23 intimidation. I'm going to make an insight roll. Um, that is a four. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Buddy. He falls out of his chair. Can I make a dex check to catch him? Okay, dex save. Dex save, yeah. To just catch him by the scruff of the collar. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, that might not do it. That is a 12? No, you miss him. Because he falls backward. Mm-hmm. He was facing you, so he doesn't fall, like, straight back towards the wall. He falls back away from you, which is sideways out of the chair. You reach for him, but unfortunately, because you are operating under some kind of different proportions... Mm-hmm. Your depth of field, like, you know how when you wear something bulky, you don't realize it because mm-hmm. you're so used to your normal space? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? I can't Yeah, fucking... I get what you're saying. Anyway, so you just miss him. He hits the ground. The chair clatters over. Finch is up immediately at his side to, to help him up. And he is just staring. And you hear from the bar, Cole, are you all right, sweetie? And Cole is not saying anything. Finch will try to help him sit up and keep talking to him to try to get him to respond to them. Cole, Cole, are you all right? Now that the cat's out of the bag, she's going to turn to the bartender and say, he's fine. Roz is definitely watching you guys now. Yeah, she's worried about her boy. Understandable. She is. And I'm going to make another quick insight roll. Okay. So Finch, you're helping Cole up, you said, right? Yes. So. He pulls away, but not, like, sharply. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of, like, out of sorts. Mm-hmm. And says, uh, uh, excuse me, I need to I need to go. Can I go use the bathroom real quick? Don't like that. I think Finch glances to Galva. Like, is he allowed to pee? Just a minute first. And she puts a hand on his chair, like, sit back down, kid. You know what? I, I gotta make a lot of rolls here. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> he is out of sorts here. So he holds up his, uh, his glasses. And he says, I just, I just want to rinse them, please. Just, can I please rinse my glasses? They're, they're messy. They're dirty. I'm, I'm just, please. I am so tempted to cast Create Water right now. You're in a bar. Actually, you know what? Glass of water. As much as Galva's putting on a tough face here, she does love her brother. I'm at least going to do an insight to see if he's going to do some shit as soon as he's out of the room. Yeah, that's what Finch is worried about. Okay. Go ahead. Roll insight. That is a 13. Okay. If he calls the authority, that's just going to arrest Galva. He doesn't want that. Mm, That's true. 
Has he realized that's Galva? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Somehow I fucking zoned out or something. He at least has a good idea that it's Galva. Yeah, okay. she specifically tipped him off that it was her. Cool, 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 cool. He wouldn't want her to go back to Event Horizons. Mm-hmm. Because that's a bad place. But he probably also suspects that Zelias is here. <laughs> Sounds like his problem. So, but yeah, he's not going to call the authority because that would just get Galva in trouble. He doesn't want that. All right. I think Galva's going to tap a finger on the table and say, you have one minute. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. He gets up. I'm timing it. He rushes into the bathroom and he's only in there for like 20 seconds. And he comes out, his face is wet, like he splashed some water on his face. And he stops at the door, and he's looking at you, Galva, specifically. Mm -hmm. And you're wearing the hat of disguise, right? Yes, I believe that's what we said. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Because um, Finch can shapeshift. Right. That's yes, right. Finch is currently half-elf from the night right. before. They're just casually sipping their drink, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he stops at the door, and he's just staring at you, Galva. And he adjusts his glasses again, and at this point, he just drops all pretense. He runs over and just throws his arms around you. Aw, baby boy. Hey, we're, I'm trying not to draw any attention here. No affection in public. We've discussed this. From the bar, you hear, aw, that's nice. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> he just goes, Galva! Galva, stop, it's you! It's stop! Really you. Don't! He is pushing his hands, like, onto your cheeks. Galva's going to try and slap a hand over his mouth because he's using her name. He's not yelling it, but he's just like, I can't believe Galva, it's really you. Galva, oh my God, Galva, stop. So happy. Kill him. Stop. Galva, I can't believe Hold you Hold stone with us. Him. You have a lot to answer for right now. Don't use my real name. You know I hate that. Yes, I know. And you need to stop right now. Stop. Just don't, don't use my full name. Listen. I've been waiting so long to bust out his whole name. <laughs> what was it? Coldstone. Oh my god! What? His name is Coldstone. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Go to hell! <laughs> Coldstone with us! Syndra's not allowed to name actual human people anymore! <laughs> oh my god. He goes by Cole. But his full name is Coldstone Lithos. And he hates it. Oh, buddy, that's tragic. <laughs> yeah, that's when I'm like, yeah, he has he's having a vanilla milkshake. <laughs> Foreshadowing. What kind of fucking scrub gets plain vanilla? This guy. He likes vanilla. He's a pussy. Anyway. <laughs> wow. He's at a bar. He's not at an actual Coldstone. That's fair. <laughs> he is an actual cold stone, so what's your excuse? <laughs> Conjure ice cream. He doesn't shit ice cream. <laughs> he needs to have a spell. He conjures fucking cold stone ice cream. Oh my god. But anyway, he's like, I, I can't. Okay, fine, I'm sorry. But I, you got away. I can't believe you got away from the, the idiot. You got away from him. Oh my god, did you just pick him up and shake him? Did he die? Is he dead? No, no. Please tell me he's dead. Listen. Oh, you spared him. Oh, no. I, you, I can't. Coldstone. I mean, look, I know you would spare him because you're Coldstone. And Mercy. I told you to stop yes. using my full name. I'm trying to get you to stop talking a second. I am still wanted. You realize that, right? Yes, I'm sorry I said your name, but I just you're here now and you're not with with the that guy. <laughs> and 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 Ren here. Ren, did you find Ren? Did you find my sister? 
in a manner of speaking, I suppose. <laughs> Technically, yes. I think he's going to take your hand and shake it emphatically. Thank you so much, Ren. Thank you. Oh, you. I can't believe this. This is the best day of my life. I can't believe it. Galva looks like <laughs> this is excruciating right now. Like she has a thousand yard stare. I can't believe this either. What a happy reunion. Look, there is a place that is safer for us to talk, all right? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, where? Where, where, are we, where are we gonna go? I think Galva's going to take out a piece of paper. She's deliberately, at this point, also taking out the journal so he can put together, like, we read your book, kid. We know what you, yeah. how you got here. Fucker. So when you take out the journal, he goes, you went into my room? You have a lot you need to answer for. Syndra- I can't believe you'd go into my room. You you found- You actually found- Like, you went under my bed and you took apart the, the pouch for my journal. Yeah. Do you know how much you've worried our parents? Do you know how much you've worried our parents? <laughs> <laughs> Look. Stop scopies me. Stop scopies me. <laughs> Stop scopies me. Stop While this is going on, I think Finch is like, they've turned away slightly from Galva to give them not a modicum of privacy, but like the illusion of it. And they're just casually glancing at the three other people in the bar. (laughs) Ostensibly, um, Rosalind is out, but I don't know. Yeah, okay. Roll me perception. Okay. Wow. Eight. Wait. Nine. (laughs) Yeah, nine! (laughs) Um, The other three people aren't really paying much attention, and... Rosalind waves at you. Finch waves back. All right. I will give you answers, but you're going to be giving some as well. You realize that, right? Yeah, fine. I just, okay, fine. That's great. So with the paper she was also pulling out with the journal, because that was supposed to be Uh a discreet gesture. Coldstone, you idiot. Fuck this kid. She writes down the address. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. The address of the hotel. Okay. And... She hands it over to him and she says, later tonight, come here, knock, knock five times, pulling a number out of her ass. Uh, He looks at the paper. He's like, okay, I mean, you're disguised. Like, do we really need to do the secret agent thing? Um, (laughs) Like, you know, I'm coming and I could just knock on the door and say, hey, it's me. All right, fine. Just humor her. <laughs> I mean, I'm worried about who else might show up, but all right. No, that's fine. Like, I just, no one else knows. Like, okay, that's fine. It's fine. I'm not, don't worry. I'm not going to tell anybody. Okay. Galva sits back down to finish her Arnold Palmer so that she's not immediately conspicuously leaving after this. So he, he leans forward and kind of excited. He's like, so, uh, so you're not going to ask how I knew it was you? <laughs> There's a spell on your glasses, isn't there? He nods, he's like, yeah, yeah, I made them. They're my despectacles. I hate him. <laughs> That's very clever. I like that a lot. Yeah, it sees through disguises. Here, look, I'll show you. He, he takes his glasses off and he hands them to Finch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can put them on. Okay, they put them on. They look at Galva. What do they see? You see Galva. Ah. So I'm curious, you were wearing these last night? Oh, no, no, no. No, I wasn't. Uh, I don't normally, because they're not prescription. Oh, um, I see. I, you went in to change your glasses. I understand. He nods. He nods, yeah. They take the glasses off and hand them back. Thank you. Uh, and he actually takes them. He puts them back in a case and switch, swaps them out for his other glasses, which are identical. Dork. He's like, oh, that, that's better. Precious. But see, Galva, I, I made these. That's 
That's honestly impressive. I didn't. He's beaming. (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe I just tipped you off that it was me, but. Oh, no, you you did, but I had to be sure, which is why I wanted to switch out the glasses. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to just, you know, if you weren't who you say you were or, you know, I don't know. I just I had to do it quickly. So, I mean, I couldn't just put them on in front of you. That's your right to be cautious. Yeah. See, I'm, I know what I'm doing. Galva says, as she's also like, so I assume like she's not fully facing him and on the side of her face that's away from him, she's pressed her fingers to her temple because like, she's like, yeah, yeah. you're right to be cautious, kid who is just shouting my name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, all right. Uh, so I guess we can't talk and it's kind of weird to just sit here in silence. Right. Do you want to like, I don't know, where have you been? What have you been up to? Galva looks like she's suddenly about five miles away. Like, God, how do I answer that question? Oh, wait, no, I I, I, I need you to tell me. How did you beat up Zelias? Get away. <laughs> please, please tell me you put that idiot in his place. Please tell me you planted him. He's like, there's some remote asteroid where he's just planted up upside down up to the knees. And in a thousand years, someone will come here and be like, oh, a disaster happened here. His name was Elias. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Oh, did you shake him till his head fell off? No. <laughs> um, did you fold him in half over your knee? Like, just break his back? No. Did you throw him into a sun? You're sounding a lot like Syndra right now. He doesn't know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we'd talk about this later. Can we... Can we talk about something? Movies? I don't know. Okay, okay, fine. All right, um, have you seen the latest Diablogen movie? I, no, actually, I held off on that watching- That bastard didn't let you see movies? No, no, I haven't seen any since I left home. I kind of wanted to see them with you if I ever caught up with you. Oh, oh, um, okay, uh- Oh, this child. (laughs) (laughs) So I take it you didn't wait for me to watch them. No, I I didn't know. I'm sorry. It's fine. She's absolutely trying to just... She's a little grumpy about this whole situation right now, so she's kind of bullying him. Yeah. So so we can move things along. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. After some more awkward, painful small talk, it is time for you to depart. Rosalys waves you off, says goodbye says get home safely yeah finch leaves another generous tip she is very appreciative probably subtract those from the party funds what's a generous tip 50 credits yeah 50 credits okay so they've done that twice now okay yeah so 100 credits at this point okay so later on what are you guys doing before cole arrives in the hotel room are you banishing ao and zelias into the tub of shame hang on i'm I'm writing the notes finch likes big (sighs) tips Look, they have strong feelings for the working class. Rosalind is here. She's a very... Yeah. Rosalis is here. She's a very nice lady. She's clearly doing her best. In this As should we all. Bullshit situation. Yeah, yeah. of course they're going to leave her good tips. Oh, yeah. No, I'm in favor of it. I just wanted to re- write a funny comment. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I think it's probably safest for Zelias to not be yeah. in view, at yeah. least at first. AO is mm-hmm. probably fine, but... um. Yeah, Zelias should... <laughs> I, I think Ao should be um, hidden too, because if he sees Ao, he'll probably connect the dots. 
here's an idea. Ao, hide somewhere near the door. They're like a linen closet near the door? Yeah. Obviously, I was just picturing throwing the sheet over her and making her look like the coat rack again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, she takes out the exact same uh, tablecloth from... There you go. She just has that. The gumpus tablecloth. Perfect. <sighs> the gumpus tablecloth. Okay. I mean, we're gonna not stay hidden. Yeah. Otherwise, this is gonna be a boring fucking session. Yeah, stay near the door just in case... Uh... Cole does something stupid and tries to make a run for it. I like the idea of just hiding behind the door, letting him come in, and then shutting the door behind him and being in the doorway. Yeah. And living there. That's kind of closer to what I was thinking. Yeah, I like that instead of That's being good. banished to the bathroom and not being able to play. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's fine. I'm just making sure. Yeah, like, this has been a lot of just making talk with one NPC. Let's get the rest of the party in on the, the action. Yeah. All right. So... At the uh, appointed time, there's a knock on the door, and it says, uh, it, he says, it's me. But does he knock five times? He's not going to knock five times. Well, then it can't be him. He knows the code. He said he wasn't going to. I don't care. I wasn't there. <laughs> like, how do you know the code? Yeah. I'm smart. I think Galva's actually going to j- not get up. I think she's sitting, elbows on her knees, kind of just hunched forward a little bit, like, God, this is going to be a fucking shit mm-hmm. show. And she's like... It's open. Just come in. We left the door unlocked? Well, did we? Or do one of you want to open it? Finch will open it. They can cleverly conceal Zelias with their body Mm -hmm. until it's too late. And Finch is is no longer... Finch will remain half-elf Ren for the moment. Just until he gets inside. Okay, so yeah, I think... So Cole is going to step in. And uh, I think once he steps in and kind of moves past the bathroom, he sees Galva on the bed. Mm Mm-hmm. And he is going to run over and hug her again. Aw. Finch quietly shuts the door. They lock it. We are secure. I assume he's running at her from the side, so she's half-hugging him. Yeah. It's good to see that you're well, Cole. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm doing fine. He pulls out of the embrace. He says, okay, so you kept me on pins and needles the whole time. Are you going to tell me how you beat that idiot captain of yours? Honestly, is he facing her and away from the bathroom? Yes. Because I like the idea of Zelias just creeping out <laughs> slowly, quietly. Yep. Yeah, he's the, he can't see Perfect. you. Exactly. And then just standing there and leaning against the wall, maybe with his arms crossed. And he's very interested uh, in this story that, that Galva's going to tell. Cole, I didn't beat him. I at no point said that I beat him. Okay, but then how did you escape? I mean, you had to do something, right? Like... I don't know. Did you did you chain him up somewhere? Did you just jettison him into space? Just I mean, I just want to know how how you you got away from that idiot. Wait, let me guess. He blew himself up, and you just walked away. No, no. Right? Like, okay. I mean, did he had to have done something stupid? Like, you didn't have to do anything. Like, he just obliterated himself, and you're just like, okay, I'm done here, and walked away. That had to have been what happened. Did he like? Did did he confuse the uh, a button on the on his console and like jettison himself into space? Like, Zelias is keeping track of how many times this guy calls him stupid and an idiot. By the way, <laughs> I out of character have not been counting, but yeah, that's fine. It's gonna be a lot. Please tell me yep. it was just it was so stupid. It was hilarious. Please, please tell me that Captain Zelias Vance Arlen met the dumbest end at his own hands because of his own ineptitude. Please tell me that's what happened. No. Come on, just what? I'm not going to lie to you, Cole. 
Okay, then uh, what stupid thing did he do that allowed you to get away? I think the stupid thing he did was help me out. Uh, by kidnapping you and giving you a massive bounty? I don't think that's helping. N- no, no. Cole, he didn't kidnap me. Okay, then he blackmailed no. you. What is like? What happened? What happened? Fucking dumbass. Cole, he helped me escape from prison is what happened. Okay, so that you could keep him alive because he can't do it himself. I mean, I want to return the favor for everything he's done for me, but that's... This okay, isn't... so all you have to do is save his life once. It probably took 10 seconds. He probably stepped out of prison, blew himself up, and then you put him back on his feet and say, there you go, and that's it. He's done. You, your debt is saved. I, I can't do this anymore. Can we just end this already? Eliza shaking his head. No, 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 let it go. Let it go. No, keep going. (laughs) This is good. This is good quality content that Eliza's going to use later. (laughs) Finch is torn between calling Cole's attention to Zelias and keeping quiet out of loyalty to Zelias because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's their boy. So. Ao is near the door, just rolling on the floor, (laughs) trying not to laugh. Trying not to laugh. Also, between roles, she is recording this. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Just this entire conversation mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Elias, like, in the shot, leaned mm-hmm, against the mm-hmm. wall. Just kind of nodding every now and then, like, yeah, no, I'd blow myself up. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't say it. Perfect. All right, Cole, are you going to stop making up stories for a moment? And I, if you, I, I'll stop when you tell me how you got away from him. Cole. What? I didn't. Okay, then. I don't understand. You're smart. Think about this for a couple of moments. Just stop and think. I'm going to make a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a nice time for a 20. (laughs) Good job. You did it. So he thinks about it. He looks around the room, sees that there's multiple beds. Slowly turns around. Well, I mean, Zelai's just standing there. Once Cole does finally slowly turn in his direction, he gives mm-hmm. him a little wave, and he's just kind of grinning. His little shark grin, like, hey, how's it going? But he doesn't say anything, because he's having fun. Cole goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Falls backward, yanks his boot off, and throws it at Zelias. Oh my god. I'm um, gonna roll to catch it. Deck save. Okay. Uh, 19 plus 3. You catch it. I have it now. It's mine. All right, uh, not my size, but that's okay. So, <laughs> so he threw it at you, right? And it was yes. it was clearly heading towards your head. So you catch it, and the way you have mm-hmm. to catch it, you have to you know you catch it in front of your face, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you threw it at my head, then yes. As you catch it, as you pull your hand away, like down to lower it, uh-huh. he is rushing you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast command. Okay. On shithead. That's a wisdom save, correct? That is correct. If it fails, that's fine too. Uh, mm-hmm. Because Galv is here. Hold on a second. I affect one additional creature. Okay, so I just want to cast it on him. Right. Uh, target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or okay. follow the command on its next turn. The spell has no effect if the target is undead. I mean, he's not undead. If it doesn't understand your language or if my it. command's harmful, it's not going to be harmful. Okay, so uh, let me roll my wisdom save. Roll me a wisdom save. Let me see if you save. That is a 13. You do not save. You have to beat a 15. Okay. The command is stop. He stops in place. Okay. He was absolutely going to tackle you about the waist. Or actually maybe headbutt you. It's kind of hard <laughs> to tell. That's okay. 
All right. <clears throat> well, this doesn't really seem to be going all that well, does it? It really hasn't been. That's fine. Not a very good first impression. I'm very offended. Um, but it's okay. I will let this one slide. I am going to <laughs> approach Cole and give him back his boot. So he can't, he's not talking, like, so the way I'm interpreting stop, he can obviously breathe, but, yes. like, he has stopped all action so he cannot talk. I will set his boot down in front of him, then, if he's not gonna take it. He's literally frozen, like, one foot up, like, he's still keeping balance, he's literally stopped. I'm very impressed by his balance. Wait, are his hands, like, outstretched or anything? If he was getting ready to tackle. He was charging, so, like, one is in front of him, like, he's pumping his hand, like, when you like run. Like in a running motion, sort yes, of? Yes, in a running motion. What a dork. <laughs> Can Zelai just put his boot back on? <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I just put it on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, his right, boot just, is on uh, his hand. Awkward, pop, there you go. <sighs> <laughs> all right. He's glaring daggers at you, Zelias. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm very calmly smiling at him, like, all right, yeah, no, that's fine, I win. Um, okay. I, I'm not entirely sure how to proceed with this one, Galva. <laughs> I mean, I think first things first. Mm-hmm. Cole. I mean, he's, he stopped, so he can't turn and, oh, and, and look at I've, you. I've cast command on him, so he can't really yeah, do no, anything. I'm, I'm, I'm using this opportunity to actually talk to him. Okay. Okay. He doesn't let me get many words in. <sighs> oh, fair. Text after his mother, I take it. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful lady, but... Cool. So, I was not kidnapped by pirates. I was in a very bad situation, and Captain Vance Arlen very generously helped me get out of it, and I've chosen to be here ever since. Not if you understand. No, you can't. You can't. Can you um, blink? (laughs) Blink twice if you understand. He blinks twice. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, that being said, you ran away from home to join the authority. And yes, I know I'm the last person who should be lecturing you about that. But um, Dad and Syndra wanted me to come and find out what happened to you. And um, Cole, you realize you're way too young to be here, right? That this this... And Galva's starting to get kind of huffy, like, she's trying very hard to be not mad, just disappointed. Uh-huh. <laughs> if Zelias can do it, so can Galva. He is also, he can't respond, so he's just... Mm-hmm. So, look, whenever this spell stops, let's just sit down, and if you have questions, I will answer them. But I do not want you to attack my captain. Are we clear? Blink twice if, you, if we're clear. He blinks twice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he blinks twice. <laughs> okay. All right. All that's settled then. He blinks twice. All right then. Perfect. Um, don't jump on me. You won't like what happens if you do. And I drop the spell. He does not jump on you. Okay. But he is doesn't look very trusting of you right now. By the way, shoe goes on your foot. <laughs> he begrudgingly puts his boot on and says... All right, fine. So are you going to, big sis, are you going to tell me why you're just willingly following this idiot? He did it again. Yeah, and I'm going to keep doing it because you're an idiot. How? You blow yourself up constantly. Literally constantly. The, the authority has a running tally. 
And yet I'm still in one piece. Funny how that works And no out. one can understand. I imagine he's he's going to point to Finch now. He's, I mean, imagine it's because Death Song Finch over here has to stitch your stupid body back together every time you blow yourself up. As, Actually. I mean, is it? Do you uh, you just know, have I've been blowing myself up long before I ever met Doc. Because hey, I don't you know, I guess command alive. again. <laughs> 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 like, all right, wait a minute. I'm the only one allowed to do this. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feels, Elias? <laughs> uh, roll me a wisdom save, and we'll see. That's a one. You fail. <laughs> I tell him to stop again. While this little argument is escalating, Finch has pulled up um, that gif of the baby slap fight on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just angling it so Ao can see the screen. Oh my god. Ao's giggling. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So Cole stopped again. <laughs> <sighs> now let me just let me just explain. I have survived blowing myself up because I am incredibly skilled, alright? And I've been blowing myself up since way before I met all three of these folks, so you shut your mouth, you don't know anything, you're like 12 years old. <sighs> I think that covers it. Does that cover it? Galva, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at you. I mean, yes. Look, Cole. I, I survive explosions because I am fire incarnate! Yes. Well, I mean, that and honestly... The doctor doesn't give him a lot of credit for it, but usually when he's fireballing, he's not just doing it because he can. It's strategic. There is actually strategy mm -hmm. in... Like, Every single one of my self-immolations. Even stopped, he is, has a dead stare. <laughs> just a dead-eyed stare. As you try to explain to him how blowing yourself up is strategic. But no, <laughs> please continue. <laughs> I'm serious. We've won a lot of battles thanks to his reckless fireballing. And we've had to fight a lot of battles, including against the authority. So we have come here to bring you back home, but I really need to know what exactly you were planning to do to help me because I am pretty sure everyone you're working with right now wants me probably captured alive and not for good reasons. So. Just let me know when you want me to unfreeze him. Calvo walks around behind him and puts a hand at the collar of his shirt. All right, unfreeze him. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> what a good spell. We're kind of playing Calvin ball with it a bit, but yes, that's fine. He, just, he turns to you, Elias. He goes, have you ever fireballed my sister? No. Have you ever fireballed my sister? Once. At her request. It was at my request. Mm-hmm. He turns to you, Galva. He looks at you. Look, I... Now, he is about Zelias' height. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, he's so tiny. Oh, he's a shorty. He's only five, like, three-ish? He doesn't have the giant gene. He's really that tiny. Well, I guess his mom is that tiny. He yeah. does have the giant gene, but he's unawakened. Yeah, he hasn't exploded in height. He hasn't hit magic puberty. Oh, God. So he's like, you let him fireball you? As long as I didn't want to. I asked him to. He actually was very reluctant about it. But at the time, I was completely surrounded by several oozes, slimes. Okay, don't you have other spells? Don't you have Scorching Ray? Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, it's Elias. Let's see. <laughs> 
I'm sure there was a reason I used Fireball and not Scorching Ray back at that time. She was 100% surrounded. Well, she said Fireball and Scorching Ray only hits a couple of things at once. It was slimes. It was a lot of slimes. Okay, okay. All right, but you understand. So you said it takes a lot of skill. You understand that a bomb has no skill set, right? A bomb is just a bomb. Yeah, but I'm not a bomb, kiddo. You might as well be. You want to find out? Small room. Yeah, sure. Blow everybody up. Do it. Guys, go outside. Do it! Captain, please don't fireball my brother. Uh, alright, fine. But only because Galva said not to. Mm-hmm, sure. I mean, she did say not to. No, but I'm sure that's the the overarching reason, not the fact that you're an adamantine authority-controlled city, which, if you blew up a civilian hotel room, they'd be down on you like, oh, I don't know. That, that hadn't even crossed my mind. Sometimes I just blow shit up and I'll think about it. That's so much worse! And yet, here I am. Oh, crazy how that works out. Inexplicably! Mm, I bet you hate that I'm here right now. Every fiber of my being! Galva, your brother's adorable. Uh, Cole, alright, look. We, we can talk more about this later. Just I, please- Can we really? Y- yes. Like, I don't- uh, Alright, fine. Listen, whether or not you trust him, I do. And he, I trust him completely. He is- he, Honestly, he, he's been the best captain I could have asked for. Roll me persuasion with advantage. Okay. Elias loves you very much. Definitely better than his predecessor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a 15 persuasion. Okay. So, defeated, Cole says, Fine. Alright. I don't like him in any capacity, but you're okay, and that's really all I care about. Oh, you know what might help? Hmm. Yeah? You followed in Galva's footsteps, right? Um, I'm not sure how you mean. You mean joining the Authority? Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, that was kind of a means to an end, but okay. Galva. Mm-hmm. Would it help if he knew what your old captain was really like and how you ended up leaving? Maybe that would help put things into perspective. Galva kind of looks to the side and she's like, it certainly might, but I think... I would first like to know, I mean, you're, you're reporting to him, right? I, he's, technically, he's keeping an eye on me. Of course he is. Unfortunately, since I'm still fresh out of basic training, I still have to do some deployments. I have to do some time, right. you know. And he's going to and try and help you hit Lieutenant as soon as possible, right? Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, I can't just jump ranks. I have to... Show my work, so mm-hmm. to speak. Listen, he promised that he would show me what the authority had on you. And did he? I mean, he showed me some things, but... What did he show you? Big Sis, I, the entire reason why I, I joined the authority was because I was I wanted to see what I could... Well, alright, there's two reasons. One, I wanted to see if I could find anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, find anything out. I wanted to rise up enough that maybe I could do something to help clear your name in some capacity. But the other thing was, I mean, you know about Rekbodna and how the nobles don't want to open the world up to any, you know, anyone else because of uh, Ether Council and the Adamantine Authority. I thought if I did well enough, if I was strong enough, I could be a force for change, you know? 
like Master Giovanni, he's he wanted Rockbanda to open up to to the rest of the nebula, and I think that all of us Genasi could really use that. You know, we're we're treated like novelties. Well, he's talking about this Galva is kind of she's kind of looking window words like. Mm-hmm. She's pretty pensive. She knows exactly what he's talking about here. Right. And as he goes on, he, he continues. And he's, he's not just addressing Galva. He's kind of addressing everybody. He says, Ooh. you know, I know the authority is bad news, but not everyone in the authority are bad people. I've met some genuinely good people. It's leadership that needs to change. And I thought that I could kill two birds with one stone. I could get into the authority, I could work hard, I could do something good, help people, and at the same time, if I gained access to information, if I was able to find you, Big Sis, I might be able to help you. You know, I, I wanted you to be a free person again. I I appreciate that, Cole. I really do. But honestly, I am a freer person now than I was with the authority. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I haven't gone through it even for its couple of weeks. I'm, I could see how the authority stuff would rub you the wrong way. Look, I promise you, I'm, I wasn't trying to, you know, I didn't. It's not like I didn't think this through. I, I, ever since you left, this is all I could think about. I'm sorry. I, look, Cole. I, I didn't leave by choice. You realize that. I, I. No, I, I know, Big Sis. I know you didn't leave by choice. I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I mean, you know what life is like on Ragbodna. You know how we're not the only people that are trapped. Yeah. There's millions of others. And Cole, I, I understand completely. I believe me, I do. I mean, well, that's exactly the sort of things that Lucenti used to convince me to join the Authority. Yeah, but. Captain Lucenti didn't say those things to me. These are the things that I thought about already. Big Sis, I'm 18. I mean, I know I'm still young, but I'm not a child anymore. I have my own dreams. Mm. <laughs> Was that in character? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just me rolling my eyes over fucking 18-year-olds that don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Okay. You're doing a very good job being an 18-year-old, Aunt. Yeah, you sound like you are an 18-year-old <laughs> who thinks I mean, they're I'm, smart. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Well, you're succeeding. I'm letting you know. Yes. Cole, you're unawakened. You realize that, right? Can we not? I, I don't. I look. I yeah. I know. I know. I'm not awakened. I don't. What? You don't think that bothers me? Sorry, I'm not. I am not trying to hold this against you. It's how are you defending yourself out here? What like? You know, I trained under mom and dad just as much as you did. Yeah, I know that, but... Because I'm not nine feet tall that I can't defend myself? That's not what... Look, you understand why I'm worried, though, right? Yeah, and... You, you know what kind of planet this is. I know what kind of... Yeah, I, I, I know what's going on here, and it's not my choice. If I could choose any place to be, it wouldn't be at, you know, where things are getting dicey and, and the netherworlds are active, but this... I, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. I mean, look at you, big sis. You're traveling around with an idiot pirate. All right. One more time. Well, if you could choose to be anywhere, where would you be? 
honestly, uh, Log Earth. Out of character, where's that? Log Earth is one of the, was mentioned very briefly back on Rukari Cho. It was the knowledge repository. The oh. giant throbbing plot point. <laughs> the one I forgot completely about. It's fine. It's been a million years. It's been like the 40 sessions. Now remind me again, is that somewhere with a bunch of authority dudes around? Yes. It is an adamantine authority controlled. Okay. It's basically their floating space library. He's a big nerd. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't tried to get there yet because it's like super well guarded. Right. Logoth. What would you look for at Logoth? What's at Logoth that's of interest to you? I mean, for one thing, it's where the Adamantine Authority keeps their full dossiers on all wanted persons. It could give me some insight on, you know, all the movers and shakers in the organization. Like, every dossier from pirates to even the alloys, they're all on file there. Hmm. 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 And I thought, too, it's a massive repository of information going back since the the nebula was settled. I mean... The amount of information there, I could find. There has to be ways to help, Big Sis. So you want to go to Log Earth? Yeah, I. That's mm. that is where I would prefer to be stationed. But you know, but you didn't get stationed there, and you got to do what your bosses no, say, right? And it's not exactly exactly. I don't have a choice. Well, I don't like being here. Are you? Let me just ask you something real quick. Are you satisfied with where your life is right now? Yeah, I'm pretty fine. It sounds like you're not, though. No, I'm, I mean, I'm. listen, if the choice is... I want to go to Log Earth. This place sucks my balls. I hate it here. If I work hard, I'll get to Log Earth, and I would rather work hard than listen to you. How long from now will that be? As long as it takes. Uh, so it could take forever. It could. Or if I work hard enough, it could be, you know, a couple years. I don't know. I don't know the future. Yeah, but working I'm fine. hard enough bending to the authorities' rules. I am perfectly fine by living by rules. Okay, but the authorities' rules... As long as they don't do anything... Have you that... not heard of the horrible things that they're doing to people? Yeah, Are you I've not heard... aware of the atrocities that they're committing and you think that you can just sit here and, and bide your time and I just told spend you, years you and did... years and years? I just told you that if I work my way up, maybe I could change something from the inside. Maybe I could inspire some change in others. I'm fairly certain that's what... Kimril Novogod thought at one point, I, I would guess, and he got to be an alloy and couldn't do a damn thing. So he says, fine, he failed. That doesn't mean I will. I have to try. If I don't try, then what's the point of living? Look, we can debate this all night long, but I would like to get back to what the plan was here, specifically in the immediate future. Lucenti is here, isn't he? Yes, he's overseeing some project. Okay. It's unfortunately above my clearance level. All right. So, and he just had you here to supervise your your training, provide guidance? That is what he's saying, and I'm sure that there's more to it than that. I'm not that naive. Right, but... I'm sure, you know, I was trying to use him probably as much as he was trying to use me. I just wanted to know where you were. I do that uh, Will Smith thing where he's like, the arms are out, and he's like, presenting Galva like, here she is! <laughs> he looks at you just with a, a dead-eyed stare. He's like, okay, I know I can't punch you. I really want to. <laughs> it's nice to dream. Do you want me to do it for you? 
Hey, now. Could you? You're not allowed. Can you stop me? Captain's orders. You're not allowed. Fine, I won't punch you. Can we please there just we go. all... I rolled to grapple. <gasps> <laughs> okay, fine. Roll to grapple. What do I roll to counter that? I don't think you can. Okay. I mean, if you would like to try, maybe AO rolls a one. I mean, I only rolled an unnatural 20. Okay, I, I could still roll something. Ant, what am I rolling? Acrobatics or athletics. Okay, those those have numbers in them. Uh, well, I rolled a six. Nope. That's fine. I'm grappled. Okay, you are grappled. Ah! That's my grapple sound. Yeah, so Ao lifts him off the ground as if she's going to suplex him. Huh? But then puts him back down on the ground. Okay. Cole goes, ah. I want to see Breaker Ao's famous suplex. Oh, you do? All right, no. Yeah? We are in a hotel. Yeah? We might disturb the neighbor. I roll to grapple Cole. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> 25. <laughs> uh, six. Oh, God, there he goes. I just kind of gently suplex him back onto the bed. <laughs> okay. Pussy stuff. Um, he just lies there and... <laughs> defeated. <laughs> oh, you really should have seen that one. He's doing that thing where, like, his legs are hanging off at the knee, but his arms are, like, spread out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just staring at the ceiling, just like, oh, I should have known better. You really should have. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't eat floor. Shit. I'm not that mean. Uh, well, I mean, I've seen what you've done to some people. That's fair. I guess this one's family, though. We can't kill him. Don't call me family. All right, well, you're Galva's family, aren't you? Idiot. Yes. I'm Big Sis's family, not yours. Mm-hmm. Obviously. He's huffing. <laughs> Good. Fuck him. <laughs> All right, well, look, I, you're, you're here to bring me back home, I'm guessing, right? That was sort of the plan. I... That is what yeah, your mom wanted. But there's a problem with that. Go ahead. Okay. If you bring me home, that's desertion. Yes, I've I've been worrying about that. Yeah, so I can't just leave. Otherwise, guess what? I get a bounty too. You can resign. Um, it is not that easy. That is a thing. He sighs and says, no, it's... It's not easy, but it's probably the best option, if that's really what you think I should be doing. I don't want to. I still think I could do more in the Authority than just running around or being stuck at home, trapped on Ragbadna where I can't do anything. But he sits up. That is a low blow against Galva, I want to say. Going straight for my heartstrings. But... It's probably best for all of you if you don't sit around long enough or trying to take me or whatever, because I can't believe you idiots walked into an adamantine authority-controlled city with the bounties that you have. Your parents asked us to retrieve you, and we were doing what we were asked to do for them. I know, and- For you, and for Galva. He looks like he's about to say thank you, but he's not, because it's Elias talking. Um, (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) And he's being petty. That's fine. (sighs) All right. Look, the best that I could do is, considering that I'm fresh out of basic, I might be able to spin that this lifestyle did not agree with me. I can probably make up some type of medical condition. I don't know. Something that, since Captain Lucenti kind of had me fast-tracked, 
could say, you know, that was missed in the medical screening, something along those lines. Just start acting all crazy. They'll discharge you within a week. That's not going to act crazy. I have my dignity. Anyway, (laughs) I just fine. Look, let me head back to the barracks. Hold on a second. Draft a letter of resignation. Hold on a second. Look, Lucenti's a very, a very proud man. If he pulled strings for you and you're going to say that he was wrong, I... Shit. Shit. By the way, Galva doesn't swear. Oh, that was her? That was her in character starting to swear because she's putting something together here. Shit. He's going to retaliate if you leave. He's absolutely going to retaliate. But on who? He doesn't know where the Lithos Manor is, and I'll figure something out. He found you, didn't he? He contacted me. You can find my my contact information. I'm I'm on social media, big sis. Why are kids so stupid these days? Wait, oh, sorry, don't... I'm thinking about something else. Go ahead. You don't have a social media profile? I don't have anything that tells people where I am at all oh, times and how to get a hold of me. Don't, you don't know how to work it. It's I'm fine. an elf, too, you know. No, it's fine. I understand. It's, it's, it's not for everybody. <laughs> you give me shit, but then you're the stupid kids putting all your personal info on the internet for any idiot to find back in my day. Okay, Grandpa. You didn't do that. Wow, Boomer. I mean, okay. Anyway. Point is, you're a moron. Does he just think he, he means <laughs> Boomer as in blowing things up? Maybe. It is Elias. <laughs> but anyway, look, I mean... He can't find mom and dad. And if I go back to Master Giovanni, he can protect me. Against the might of the authority. Master Giovanni does have some sway with the nobles, and the nobles already don't get along with the authority. So, wait, let me get this straight. You're, you're willing to put the entire planet, Ragbadna, in, in danger. That doesn't compute to me. I'm, I'm sorry. So if you the, go back the, to Giovanni, and Giovanni pulls strings with the nobles, if Lucenti is determined enough, and based on what Galva has told me about him, I think he might be, you could be bringing war to Ragbadna's doorstep if you pull this action. If Captain Lucenti wants to try that, he's going to lose any sway he has with any of the Genasi and the Paragenasi, which under the Electrum Alloy, who are exclusively Paragenasi, would have him fall out of favor. Will he? It's my understanding that Paragenasi are not favored among the nobility at Ragbardna. Did I misunderstand? But they're favored by the authority, so they would rather be on the nobility's good side. Yeah. Just... Politics. Fun. It, yeah, it's all politics. The politics yeah. are complicated. I'm more worried that this would become something personal. That's why I never tried to return home. Galva, I'm afraid this is already personal. Yes, I realize that. Uh, Zelias holds his hand up. Like, he has an interjection. Okay. Okay. Alright, um, this Lucenti chap, right? Galva, he knows you're a pirate now, right? Beyond doubt. I I mean... And, um, what are the odds... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Our bounties are fairly well known. They're very high. Mm. That was more of a rhetorical mm-hmm. question. So what are the chances that he's recruited your little brother here just to get to you to come and do something stupid so he can catch you again and now we're here and that's happening and he doesn't really actually care how far your brother gets in the military. He's just um just here for... He's a... What's, what's the word? 
hostage. Bait. Bait. Bait, yes. Bait. Bait slash hostage. In which leaving him here would be a terrible idea. It would be. That's just my assumption, you know, in my many, many years of piracy and learning things about terrible people. Uh, it just kind of makes sense to me. What happened between you and Captain Lucenti, Big Sis? Like, you didn't tell me. Right, I did promise you answers. Because he made it seem that, like, you just deserted. He's kind of a shit, isn't he? A little bit. What happened is that we were on a planet, another world planet like this one, and he took it upon himself to attack some of the... I was told at first that the rebels had sprung an attack on us. Something... I still don't know what happened, but... um. We started suffering some very heavy losses, so Lucenti and I went out so he could start handling matters personally. And Cole, we were, we, he, he had the men under him attacking civilians, not, not rebels, just people that were in the way. And, <sighs> and you stepped up to protect them, didn't you, big sis? I don't even remember, Cole. Cole, Dad's told you about. He's giving you the whole "we don't get angry" talk, right? The he's given me bits and pieces. Every time he tries to, it just he he loses the words. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't. <sighs> yeah. It it it's like he wants to warn me, and I can sense it, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to hurt you. I. Yeah, I think he, I, I, he doesn't want me to get scared. Well, what happened is that I got pissed. I got angrier than I've ever been in my life because of the argument we were having, and supposedly I went berserk. That's what happened to his arm, isn't it? Yes, I am what happened to his arm. I, I... yeah, he told me he told me it was a war wound. <laughs> Technically, that's one way to spin it. But. I always had a feeling he wasn't telling the, the whole truth with everything with you. Specifically when he said you deserted, I didn't sound like you. You don't leave anybody. I imagine he's holding a bit of a grudge about that arm. I mean, he was sort of attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one! Galva attempts to lighten the mood with a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Cole it. Cole cracks a smile and says, yeah, um, I mean, he didn't sound like he was holding a grudge. In fact, according to him, he wanted to attempt to, quote unquote, smooth things over and see if he could bring you back to the authority. I didn't believe him. The whole thing just reeked of opportunistic nonsense. So what do you know about what he's doing now? Like, he is here on this planet, right? All I know is that whatever thing that he's supervising is taking up most of his time, which honestly might be to our advantage. If I post a resignation letter, it's going to take a while to reach him because of bureaucracy. He's going to be so consumed with whatever he's working on that the only way he'd know if I left is if he decided to check on me, I don't know, tomorrow, but that's not going to happen. Right. So... It's the only way to prevent me from getting a bounty, and it also gives us a little time to warn mom and dad. All right, but but listen, 
hear me out. What if you get kidnapped by pirates and it's not your fault? Wink. <laughs> wink. Captain, you're doing that thing again. The one where I say wink when I wink. Yeah, I am. I, I'm, I'm trying to be subtle. Wink. It's actually more subtle if you just wink without actually verbalizing, but all right. Um, I'm aware. I'll let I'm you aware. have I'm, this. I'm doing my thing. Carry on. Thank you. Listen, didn't you want to bring me home? Yes, that was the plan. How is kidnapping me and then dropping me off at home going to track? Mm. <laughs> what if they don't know we dropped you off at home? I mean, they're going to check. All right, hide in the closet. The easiest way is for me to just post my resignation and the time it takes for it to be processed will be gone. And we have time to figure out, like I said, to let mom and dad know and then take it from there. Besides, like you said before, I'm not even awakened. If I were that high of a priority to him, he'd probably be focusing on my training right now. As a fellow paragenasi, he would probably be more invested in me. I know when I'm a means to an end, okay? Yeah. I can at least recognize that. You're a little smarter than I am that way. No. I mean, we looked out for each other. We made up for each other's weaknesses. And that's kind of why I joined the Authority. I wanted to find you so I could help you. I don't want to do this, obviously. I still think I could do some good here, if, especially if I could get to Log Earth. But if you really think I need to leave, Big Sis, then I'll I'll go draft my letter of resignation and I'll, I'll leave it first thing in the morning. I feel like the conversation's spinning a bit at this point. Yeah. And I will say right now, Galva looks like she is really conflicted. Because on one hand, she has to be the good sister and like, you know, say, get your ass out of the authority. You're a baby. But also, she was basically in his shoes before. She knows what he's feeling and and feels like it's kind of a dick move to be like, well, just shut the fuck up and deal with it, kid. So that is where she is at mentally. Mm -hmm. If anyone would like to contribute any pushes in any direction, help your girl out. Absolutely. You are family. I've been trying. He has also been addressing almost all of it. Like, he's not addressing Galva exclusively. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Like I so. just, like I've said, this is a yeah. bit odd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm a dick. I got something. Okay. Be a dick. Okay. I don't like the idea of you submitting a letter of resignation. You said that if he were actually concerned about you progressing in the organization, that he would be paying attention to your training. But you also said that you recognize that he is using you as bait. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that he's going to have someone keeping an eye on his bait, even if he himself is not? And that someone will inform him immediately if his bait does something unexpected or undesired, such as posting a letter of resignation? Or going to a creepy person's uh, hotel room. <sighs> I mean, I, first of all, I'm off duty and I don't think they care enough about me to watch me 24-7. Well, no, I, I wasn't talking but, about the hotel room. I was talking specifically about the letter. No, but yeah, he was being contradictory yeah. to Elias because he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will also say, when this is brought up, Galva's actually starting to move towards the window. Like, um, maybe, maybe we should check this. Take a peek out there. It's not a bad idea. I, I understand what you're saying, doctor. And by the way, I mean... 
out of character. Finch is still looks like Ren, or have they? Oh no, they've they've gone back to their default face. Okay, so he says, "I understand what you're saying, Doctor, but my concern is if you really intend to bring me home, and I leave here without again posting some type of resignation, not only could I be thrown in jail for desertion, there could be other types of disciplinary action." All right, I understand that. I would like to counter with a third option. Okay. Galva, do you think your parents would object over much if instead of bringing Cole home, you took charge of him? No, I... So at this point, Cole goes, um, you mean come with you guys? Yes, I mean come with us. I'm not going to be traveling with Captain Explosion. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry, no. Cole. Fireballs are forbidden on the ship. I, I don't actually care. No, I'm not going to travel with you. All right, whatever. I mean, it's your call. You might as well just fireball me right now. All right, hang on. <clears throat> Let me charge him up then. <laughs> Captain, please do not fireball me. <sighs> he, he snuffs out the firebolt he was <laughs> charging up to, to fuck with him. <sighs> to his credit, Cole didn't hide behind Galva. I mean, he knows I'm not going to fireball the fucking hotel room. He's already said that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm still alive. Okay. I know this is kind of a gotcha against me, but hold on now. He stands next to you, Galva, and then (laughs) gestures to Galva and then gestures to himself. I pick up Ao. Gestures back to... (laughs) I I pick up tiny, tiny Ao. This one's still alive as well. (laughs) Ao waves. Okay. I pick up like a cat. Like I'm just like, look. Ao, don't take this the wrong way. But have you seen your legs? You could destroy a wall with those. Okay, then. And then I point at Finch. Yeah, Finch. Wait, they raise a hand. Like the scrawniest little fucking androgynous thing we have. This one's alive. I'm also still very much alive. Yes. And I attribute that to their fantastic brain. And I have not killed myself. With fireballs or anything else? I attribute that to Doctor's fantastic brain. Okay, Doc has only been in my life for a few months. Oh, Cole, you are a sweetie. Don't, don't, shut, shut up, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, no, I, no, I'm not, no! It's safer to be a pirate than one of these fucks. I don't want to be a pirate! Why? I don't want to. Okay, but why though? <laughs> Why is that a big deal? I just don't want to be. It's legitimately uh, a concern, like a, a real question. Do you want to be a member of the Adamantine Authority? Hey, Galva, do you want to be a pirate? I I do like being a pirate. Oh, uh, wow. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, Captain Exploding Idiot, do you want to be a member of the Adamantine Authority? Yes. <laughs> you're lying. Do you know why? Because you're lying. You're lying. I, I don't blow care. each and you're every lying. one of them up from within. You are absolutely lying. I, am, I, I don't actually care. I've definitely impersonated okay, several that's of them. Still yes, a crime. it's a crime and it's a fun one. That is a crime. I don't want to commit crimes. Oh, but it's a good one, though. I don't want to. What? Why? Like, <laughs> I don't. Why? Why do you not want to commit crimes? Okay, because I don't. I don't. Okay, what like do you it? consider a crime to you in your Everything heart? Everything that is classified as a crime by the law. Okay, but do you know how many of those we've done and actually saved and helped? I blah 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 blah. I don't want to hear them. I Galva, do not tell want to, him. I don't want to know about the crimes that Big Galva, Sister's tell doing. Him. Galva, you tell him. Galva's head is between her hands. 
Tell them about the great crimes we've done to help people and save them from the adamantium. Right. Okay. Well, I subscribe to the theory that you can help people by abiding to the law. Listen. Laws are meant to be broken because they're made by by these people, these corrupt, evil people. I mean, don't murder is a good law. That one people should listen to. But uh, the other ones, though, most of the other ones, uh, pointless, stupid, just keeping everyone down. Well, then they need to change. Yeah, they do. But you think you can change them from within. But, you know, some of us are meant to change them from the outside. And that's fine. I Okay, I'm not saying to stop being a pirate. As Look, as long as Big Sis is happy, I don't care. Hmm. But I don't... <clears throat> you know, in this situation, the old mentor had a nice saying. Yes? What was it? About laws. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Laws are just threats made by the dominant socio-economic ethnic group in a given nation. Holy shit, that's... It's just a promise of violence that's enacted when police are basically just an occupying army. That is deep. What? That's a saying? Ayo, <laughs> I didn't realize you knew half of those words and you used them in the correct context. I'm so proud of you. That's a very long saying. Finch is impressed. Hold on, uh, I need to roll something real quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ayo opens her mouth and the Wii Shop music starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a five deception. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She absolutely just pulled that out of something she watched. It's still really good. <laughs> it's still really good. Look, she still used it in the correct context and Finch is still proud. Right now, Galva is trying to consider who would be the least embarrassing person to ask what any of that meant. <laughs> so Cole actually understood that. He's just floored that it's a saying. that there is someone out there in this big vast galaxy who uses that as a saying yes yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay i mean look we're still getting into a moral quandary about laws and look that's fine if you guys want to as long as uh, i can't believe i'm saying this but as long as you don't put my sister in danger fine it's better than being imprisoned for sure I don't want to be a pirate. All right. You know, at the end of the day, the choice is yours, but know that it's always there as an option should you change your mind, I suppose. Cole looks a little bit surprised at what Zelias is saying. Free will is free will, and I believe everyone should have it, so you do you. Right. Um, thanks, I guess. Uh... Look, uh, we've got time to discuss what I'm going to do after we get out of here. You guys shouldn't be here for very long. So let me go at least get my things. I'll reconsider the letter of resignation. But uh, here, hold on. Since I knew I was coming to see you, Big Sis, Mm -hmm. he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a special communicator. It's a modified version of one that is readily used by all types of organizations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he gives it to you and he says, this, uh, I, I made this. I have the only other one. This communicator only reaches me. It doesn't have any other frequency. It's just me. Gal was going to take a moment to look it over and see how well made it is. It's very well made. Made this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what did you think I did? I, you're gone for five years. You think I just sat around? No, I... I mean, I, I wasn't really much of a blacksmith, but I like electronics. I still like 
making things. Hmm. I'm just not weapons. No, I'm impressed. This is really well made. Better than some of my attempts. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I always watched you and Dad. So I just took it in a different way. All right. Yeah, um, let's... Anyway, yeah. So this is, he holds up his own. He says, this is mine. All you got to do, you know, press the button mm-hmm. and uh, talk into it. I'll get it. And I'll be in touch with you. I'll call you in the morning yeah. and I'll tell you where we can meet. That's at least away from authority presence. I just, I got to get my things. Of course. And hmm. we'll figure something out. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. She puts a, a like, kind of kneels down a bit so she can give him a hug. No, I thought she was going to pat his head like a little dog. Well, I was going to have her pat his arm kind of like, you know, in a family way. But I was like, you know what? If she's going to have to kneel to do this anyway, she might as well give him a hug. Yeah, fuck yeah. So he hugs back, not as tight as before. In Mm -hmm. fact, he's a little bit despondent. Because, yeah, he feels like he's not being taken very seriously. And that, you know, he has his dreams and goals. He wants them to be valid. Aw, buddy. But he also recognizes that he is trusting in Galva, at least. And we'll figure it out. So with that, he turns and says, all right, um, let me get back before it gets too late. Otherwise, the people at the barracks will start to wonder yeah. if I'm not back in time. The hall monitors will start going off wondering why you're not back by curfew. Right. One of those. If you need anything, you know where to get in contact with us. Yeah, I'll, I'll be all right. So I think he's on his way out. I'm going to fucking get the door for him because I'm polite. He stops and he he looks at you, but it's not like a how dare you look. He's just kind of regarding you curiously. That's fine. He can do that. Like, he's not sure where he stands on you right now. Once he steps out, because I'm going to follow him out. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And blow him up. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Yeah! (laughs) I'm going to fireball him inside out. No. But uh, first, I'm going to look him down the hallway, make sure nobody's here. Yeah, no one's there. Nobody's out in the hall. I step out in the hall with Cole. Okay. And I'm going to pull the door shut. Uh Uh-huh. Um... I must set him on fire. No. (laughs) I'm going to be like, all right. I know you don't trust me. You don't like me. I understand that. That's perfectly fine. I don't want you to make any crazy decisions without really thinking it over first. I know we're harping on you to leave and come with us and go back home and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the choice is 100% yours. So just keep that in mind. But also try to keep in mind that your parents are very, extremely, completely worried about you and sent us here because of that. He doesn't turn around, but he does stop. And so he says, I don't know why yet, but my sister really seems to look up to you. So I want to know, are you doing this just because she's on your crew? Or is there something else that you're doing this for? Hmm? He's basically asking if you have ulterior motives. Oh, God. No, I don't like to overcomplicate things. Galva is one of my crew members. My my second in command. She is my first mate. She is one of my very best friends. And honestly, I consider my crew my family. So I consider that a thing as well. Um, you don't have to believe me. I know you don't know me or trust me, like I said. But Zelias Vance Arlen doesn't lie. Often. To certain people. (laughs) And family slash friends of my crew count as those people. 
Uh, let me phrase this a little less complicatedly. I care very deeply for Galva and I would do anything she asked. And that goes for everyone else on my crew as well. This one and my last one and all the ones before that. So you're telling me that because Pig Sist asked you to, you marched into an adamantine authority stronghold knowing full well how wanted you are? I've done much stupider things for much stupider reasons. Uh, he laughs. He's... <laughs> You really are an idiot. Absolutely, but never done anything I ain't proud of. As far as being an idiot goes, I would die for her, you know? I would die for every one of them. So I think picking up a little brother is uh, less of a big deal, I think. So he doesn't say anything at that. It says, very well, Captain Vance Arland. I will contact you guys tomorrow. All right. And uh, with that, he leaves. Your boot's untied, by the way. And then I go back in. <laughs> back in the room. He tripped over the shoelace. Dickhead. <laughs> so after um, Zelias comes back in, the door closes. Okay, taking bets now. How much do you want to bet that something's going to happen to him tomorrow morning before he has a chance to say anything? About 50 bucks. I would put $50 down, but I don't have any credits of my own. I've been pulling from the crew funds the whole time, so Finch shrugs. I think I'll have to sit this one out. Ah, balls. No bet. This is fair. <laughs> and with that, Galva doesn't sleep. No, she, <laughs> she's definitely looking like she is having a lot of emotions and doesn't really know how to deal with any of them. No, does she need a hug? Um, I don't know, she might. She's doing the dramatic stare out the window. Oh. Does anyone want to roll inside on Galva? Yes, I do. Galva's my friend, and I love her. I also will roll insight on my good friend Galva. My dice landed on top of another dice. How? That's a 19. I rolled an 18. 15 plus 2. So, uh, 17. Okay, well... Virgible. I rolled a 12 for deception. Oh, no. Oh, we all know she needs a hug. Um, yeah, she's kind of feeling like she's being... Both... Everything here feels like she's being a bad big sister like even letting him get into the circumstances in the first place has made her Mm -hmm. a bad big sister and both kidnapping him against his will bad big sister making him leave something he cares about that she also recognizes a lot of herself in bad big sister letting him stay here would be a bad she's feeling like she's she just (laughs) kind of sucks and she likes standing and staring out the window or sitting? I feel like she can't stand out the stand oh, and stare out the fair. window. She's nine feet yeah. tall. She's staring at the molding. You know, <laughs> I don't know how big this room is. She's kneeling. She's doing that sort of, um, what is it? The Seiza? The Seiza kneel? Yeah. Yeah. That should put you at normal person height. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I, I look at Finch and Ayo. And then I look at Galva. And then I do that my head nudge thing. Like, should we like go over there? Or like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys read my head nodding language? Yeah. For a group of people who care about each other, you cannot talk to one another. Eat my dick. I hate it. (laughs) We are a bunch of clowns. Yep. Sure are. So, uh, I don't think him resigning would be the best solution, but at the same time, I don't think there is a good solution for this. Like, any way you look at it, something bad's gonna happen. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right, no matter what you do, someone's going to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But I, I understand where Cole's coming from. I mean, I was pretty much the same way when I got arrested. Fair enough. Yeah, I was... I mean, almost anyone where we came from would feel the same way as him. I certainly did. Yeah, it, if this were normal circumstances, I'd want to just stay and learn for himself the lessons. But uh, with that captain out there, I don't think... Uh, I, I think he's and just a little bit over his head. I mean, no, no offense. Have none taken. But... You're right. If he does put in his letter of resignation, that's pretty much a sign that the trap is sprung. It, it is. I don't know. I just... I don't want to keep him from living his life, but I also don't want him to get hurt. That's a hell of a thing growing up, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he'll make whatever decision's right for him, and we'll just have to improvise and figure out what to do from there. Have a little faith in him. He's a smart kid. He'll figure it out. Yeah. A little too smart sometimes, I think. Eh. But sometimes. You know, you do have a point. We seems like no matter what things do go wrong, we find our ways out of them. Yeah? It's like a skill we've got. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be a fight. That's the strategy of fireballing ourselves. We know how to deal with circumstances where we're facing a fireball. Yeah. Live and learn. So, hmm. You're right. We, we do tend to do well when things are hitting the fan. Yeah. What if we just threw a lot of things at the fan? I, I don't think that's what that means, hmm. but all right. Actually, no. I like that. I don't. <sighs> I mean, fair. We have that bomb, right? <laughs> I don't know if we brought it with us. Well, if it was in the bag of holding... Is it? Wouldn't leave it on the reliable. Uh, but, uh, uh... Hmm. Galva, is the bomb in the bag? I'm checking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Ayo, you anarchist. <laughs> I don't have it written on my sheet, but I... Scott, you do a lot more, um... Item management. Bullshit. That too. That too. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's really a matter of where we would keep it, and... I mean, yeah, we wouldn't keep it on the ship. Yeah. I, I don't really keep track of other people's items. I don't know who the bomb belongs to. It's a party it's thing. It's a party it bomb. A <laughs> it's a party, it's a party bomb. bomb. Okay, I guess then it just depends on would we trust it on the ship when we're not there? Or would we right. keep it in the bag of holding just in case we need it? Sort of thing. I think it would do a lot less damage in the bag of holding. <sighs> but also, like, it would be better to have it on hand, so... Yeah. I think with those two points, it makes the most sense for us to keep it in the bag. Okay. All right. We have a bomb. We just sort of have this. Gamble whips it out like, ah, oh, here it is. <laughs> Forgot we had that damn thing. Well, it has been a while. Yeah. We haven't actually needed it all that much. But ever, considering it's still here. So what if we set it off, like, near the barracks as it was some sort of terrorist attack and then just take coal? Oh, <laughs> I like that, but... Say he, uh, was killed in action? Oh, God. Killed in action is a bit much, um, but alright. We'll make that our plan C. It certainly would free him up, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't think we need to resort to that just yet. He still hasn't called us back yet. 
But I want to make some bacon. Bacon? What? I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's fine. I... Ugh. Frying pigs, I get it. I get it too. Yeah! Oh, it'll never change. Alright, let's... Let's tuck that one away. We'll hold on to that for a bit. Yeah, let's see what tomorrow brings. I agree. Let's move on with the story! Okay. Alright. So, next morning, do you guys have anything that you want to do? Galva doesn't have the best night sleeping, but she does try to sleep. Okay. Did we just get one room for four of us? Probably. Probably. Okay, that's fine. Might be safest in this particular instance. That's We can share beds. It's fine. Galva doesn't snore. We all sleep so good. Except Galva. Except Galva, who sleeps real bad. Oh no. And me that doesn't sleep. Yeah. So only two of us sleep real good. <laughs> um, it's early morning, probably when you would expect Cole in the authority to be woken up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no call. Of course not. But uh, you know what? Galva, roll me insight. Just Galva specifically. Um, 12. Okay. So... Before you start panicking, there could be a number of reasons why he would, you know, even though he probably got up early, he probably had some stuff to do in terms of, you know, adamantine authority. I mean, you were in the authority. Yeah. You know what morning life is life. You morning know? drills. He doesn't want to just disappear because that would probably raise suspicion. Mm-hmm. So maybe calling right away. Yeah. It's not necessarily a bad sign. Yeah. Also, is it Saturday? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he could be sleeping in. Yeah, no. It's Saturday. I'm Cole doesn't sleep in. Wow. Do you think anyone in Sindra's household would be able to sleep in? No. You're right. He's not in the household anymore. <laughs> no, but if you, you're doing that your entire life, you just get up early. Yeah, he's been trained for I 18 years. I get up at 6 o'clock every morning of uh-huh. the work week, but I can sleep until fucking noon on the weekends. Okay. Yep. I'm, not, I'm not saying you. I'm Cole just saying. my ass. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> he's also a good boy. Very disciplined. Yes. Not me. But yeah. I'm not a good boy at all. <laughs> yeah. True. Anyway. So yeah. So Galva slept through the night, mostly. There were some times that she got up and walked around, got herself some water or something, which our elf friend probably noticed since he doesn't sleep. Yeah, probably. A nine foot woman skulking around in the middle of the night would terrify the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> some people are into it, though. No, I know. Lady Dimitrescu. Fuck but... yeah. Oh, God. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I woke up and a nine-foot shadow was lumbering by, I would never sleep again. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you're not in this hotel room with our fantasy characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say, I think a little bit of it, like a lot of it, is that she's being a worry sister and worrying about her little brother. Her idiot brother. I think being here also has her a little uneasy since, yeah, they're back in authority territory. Mm-hmm. She spent a lot of time in places like this, and she wasn't keen on revisiting this part of her life after how it ended. Hmm. So she's checking that phone like every 30 seconds. It's a communicator. Communic- she's checking the communicator like every 30 seconds. And I think sometimes she'll hear a sound that kind of sounds like it's making a sound, like the communicator noise. <laughs> and she'll pick it up hurriedly oh, and then realize that it's not, it didn't make any sound. Like you're waiting on a text? I hate that. Mm. I do the same thing. Yeah, she gets notifications for the Vivint security system. <laughs> Ugh. 
anyway, so yeah, um, I'm sure all of you guys are privy to this. Yep, sure. Yep. We're all in this room together. Okay. So how long do we wait? Is your brother? I don't know. I mean, he would do it as soon as he can because he's diligent. Right. But he also would, the, the as soon as he could, would be when it's safe because mm-hmm. he's diligent. So. And Galva's trying to do mental gymnastics here to figure out at what point do I start to worry about my brother? Well, he's sharing barracks with other people, right? Yeah, right, yes. Probably just trying to wait till he has some privacy. <sighs> You're right. Thank you, Captain. Yeah. I will continue to be patient. Okay. She says, having not been patient. <laughs> yes. So it's probably like around nine o'clock in the morning right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Noon time rolls around. No call. Oh, he's probably dead. <laughs> God damn it. Mm. I mean, it's a possibility. Plus, we're hungry and we haven't eaten yet. <laughs> order takeout. I guess. You get Olor Dash and they deliver food. Yeah, good. Great. All right. You know, I actually have a thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Cole's a smart kid. He made these communicators himself. Mm-hmm. She's going to take a look and see if she can find any sort of alternate functionality that he may have neglected to mention. Like something that could... Like a ping? Yeah. Like something that would help her track down the other one. Roll me tech. Okay. Uh, not my best stat. Oh, 17. Hmm. Okay. So you take a closer look at the comm. There is absolutely actually a button that does like that chirp. Like mm-hmm. you, you can ping the other thing without actually having to talk through it. Mm-hmm. As far as any type of tracking functionality, uh, you'd have to open it up really and see. Do we call? Do we ping his just to see if he can give a, a quick ping back? Uh... You, look. If they find him holding this and they don't know who's on the other end, that's not going to be necessarily strange since he made them. Uh-huh. And as long as we're not talking through it at a time when he's in the middle of something else, um, it shouldn't be a problem if we just, we ping him, right? She's looking around the hey, room. Aunt, can I roll to see if that'll be a problem? Roll me insight. I have no fucking idea. I'm also going to roll insight, even though right now Galva's freaking out and is like... plus. Looking to the wiser members of the party for... Oh. Roll me insight with disadvantage, Galva. Insight. Oh, it's already going to be pretty bad. See how low it can go. Fantastic. That is a six insight. 21. Okay. I'm glad you rolled good. I rolled a two. Oh, no. Oof. Plus seven. Oh. Still a nine. I also got a oh. 21. Fuck yeah, A.O. Oh, damn. Okay, so... Yeah, Zelias and Ao. You take a look at the, at the communicator. There's no video function. Mm-hmm. Just if this thing goes off in Cole's pocket, the most that's going to happen is if he's with other Adamantine Authority members. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh, did you forget to, you know, what's up with your comm or something like that?" Mm-hmm. It's not going to put him in any danger if he's with other Adamantine Authority people. Okay, uh, just push the button, make it do the ping. All right. It'll be fine. Galva very cautiously pushes the button. The ping. <laughs> oh, well, now he's dead. So it lets out a very audible chirp. Not super obvious, but enough that if you hear it, you would be like, oh, what was that? Mm-hmm. 
And then a couple of seconds later, you hear some static. Mm-hmm. And, uh... It's Tiamat, and she's talking shit again. No, I'm oh, no. <laughs> you hear talking, but it's muffled, like someone's not talking into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roll me perception. All of you. Okay. Okay. Let's see what I perceive. See if I can improve on this, too. Oh, oh that's a much better number. 23 perception. I got a 22. I got a 9. I got a 17. All right, so... You listen carefully. Unfortunately, Galva, I think you're a little too strung out to hear mm-hmm. really anything. Everyone else, you hear a number of voices, one of which does sound like Cole. Ah. And he's not talking like he's angry or under duress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you hear, is this Magnus Galva, I presume? Is that the old lady from Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> Sounds like the bartender. Ah, the bartender was in on it. Galva looks very panicked right now, like, oh god, do I, do I say it? Just looking around. Hello? (laughs) And I want to roll insight on the bartender. (laughs) You can. I want to know, is answering her a good idea or a bad idea? I mean, you didn't meet the bartender. You don't... Ao and Zelias have no idea who this person is. I can't roll insight. Okay, fuck it, I won't. I would like to roll insight. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's a good number. 16. Oh, good job. Oh, I rolled almost the best number I can roll. 25. Damn, good number. No, shit, 26. Do you remember when Cole very loudly said your name and hugged you in the bar? Of course. No, good job, Ant. (laughs) Ant, this is your fault. Yes, I set this up! Yeah, this is your fault. (laughs) I knew we should have killed her. Wow, you don't even know who she is. Don't care, she's gonna die. So it's pretty clear that she knows that, that there's not really any reason to lie to this woman. Why do you have this communicator? Well, because I'm with Cole, sweetie. And where is he? He's with me. <laughs> wow, that narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why does he not have the communicator? What is going on? Um, He is currently speaking with my superior officer. Now, wait a second. I know what this sounds like. Believe me, we're not your enemies. Oh, thank God. It's the other people. (laughs) (laughs) The other people. Are are you with the Netherworlds? Yes. Yes. That that is... Look, it would be easiest... Unfortunately, this was the only way that I I figured that you'd be able to... uh, Well, you'd be willing to meet with us. My commanding officer would like to speak with you, and especially your captain. Hi. Uh, I imagine that's the Feldstar's Elias. How you doing, sweetie? My name's Roz. Hi. Yes, that's me. Um, don't love this, but all right, this is fine. I promise you that Cole is safe. We haven't harmed him, but we had to get him out of the city as soon as possible. All right. He better be safe. I promise he was in danger. I've been following him pretty much every night. Love it. Stalking. Good. All right. Actually, I'm... I mean, we all kind of knew he was in danger. That's anyway. totally fine. Yeah, um, yes. I think of we're okay. All the people that. who could have been doing that, I I think she was probably the best. Honestly, uh, yeah. Then this is kind of the best case scenario. I'm, I'm glad you think so. Nobody's died yet, yeah. so yeah. Well, no, no one's died yet, but things might... Uh, a lot of people could die soon, which is why we right. need your help. All right. Okay. Yeah. Of course you do. I'm glad we didn't use the bomb. We can't just do a job without, like, having to do something. I'm for sorry, people. did I hear something about a bomb? No. 
It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, where do you want to meet and talk? All right. Listen, I'll explain a little bit more in person, but just leave Fort Olor. You're going to head west along the main road for about three hours. You're going to find an old mining uh, town. Is that by car or on horseback? Why do you have a horse? We don't. Captain, we can go back and get the car. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> so you're looking for a small defunct mining town called Gilramore. Once you arrive and you make your presence known, we'll intercept you. Don't worry. Just make sure you do it quietly. Do not be followed. It's very important, sweetie. Sure, sure. And I promise your coal is safe. Hold on. Here. Here. Hold on. And you hear, Big Sis, I'm fine. I promise you I'm okay. Everyone here is really nice. I mean, that's good. When when did they take you? What? <laughs> Very good question. Um, I never actually made it to the barracks. Uh, but you might want to get out of there. They might have eyes on the inn. Apparently, I've been tailed a lot. No, really? What a shock! Oh. Big surprise. Uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, it's not your fault, sweetheart. I, that's next no. time. Call right away. We could have used the extra time to get out of here. What I they needed to make sure that this transmission could be intercepted. Hey, I hate this. So let's start packing up yeah, and uh, leave. We'll we'll talk soon. Okay. Be safe. Finch is already gathering their shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was already packing up and putting on her mask. So people right. are trailing us. Potentially, maybe we should put on different disguises from the ones we rode into town on. They have eyes on the hotel, as supposedly. sure, sure. I believe that. I do. That's not sarcasm. So should should we leave? Separately and meet up somewhere? Maybe. Might be. I don't want to overcomplicate things. Um, <laughs> You blow up the inn and run. Honestly? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, Finch has a big coat that Ao rode in once. Like, they put her in a pocket and it was cool. Mm-hmm. So we can get a pocket Ao going. So there's three of us. Uh, I can turn Galva into a kitten. And put her in a pocket. And put her in a Perfect. pocket. <laughs> and so then it's just two people walking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two different people. Two different people. Um, We'll just turn into things. You put on your skin and I'll put on the hat. Okay. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) That got a little bit weird. You put on your skin (laughs) and I'll put on the hat and we're in our Sunday best. Yes. Perfect. All right. Um, I'm not going to get bogged down with specifics. It really doesn't matter what you guys turn yourselves into. It might, though. But I am am going to be needing some... uh, Stealth and performance checks from Zelias and Finch, since Ao is going to be pocket, and Galva's going to be Galva's other pocket. Other pocket. And since I am polymorphing her, I'm going to burn my fourth little spell slot. There we go. Okay, rolling some dice. You said what was it again? Stealth and performance. Stealth and performance. Two of my goodest ones. Okay, so seventeen performance for me. Come on, dice. I'm glad no one suspected Rosalys. <laughs> I wasn't there. I didn't have a chance to yell at her and tell her she was That's fine. fake. She was perfect and wonderful, and I loved her, and, and I still love her. Stealth. I'm going to give myself guidance. Oh, yeah, oh. you can guide. Very good guidance. Yeah. God, the relief in your voices when you realize that she was with someone else and not with the Honestly, authority. Honestly, I would have been happy if he got caught by either one, because I could have slang fireballs at the other ones. There are too many for us to do that. I can still do it. 
(laughs) (laughs) Nothing can can stop me from doing it. Uh, Yes, nothing can stop you from doing it until we become overwhelmed. And then we die, but I'd still do it. Okay. I need to make a couple of rolls here. Mm. Well, the the person at the front doesn't notice shit. (laughs) Okay. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Having fun? Yeah, listen, I had to make rolls for whoever was watching the hotel. Uh-huh. The way you sounded was just funny to me. Yeah, because I was I rolled fucking dick bags. <laughs> um, <laughs> one person might be on to uh Zelias. Okay. But Everyone else is just, I don't know, they're fucking bird watching at this point. That's fine. They're allowed. Sure. Got their eyes on the wrong birds to watch the finch. Ha ha! <laughs> they're not a finch right now, though. I know. All right. I would like all four of you to roll me perception, actually. Okay. Okay, okay. Pocket AO, go. Pocket Galva, roll perception. Oh, shit. With your kitten stats. What are Ooh. cat stats? God damn it. I'm going to have to bookmark. Oh, sorry. I keep turning with a stupid shit. <laughs> I'm going to just bookmark a bunch of animals like a druid. Yeah, you might need to. Don't worry, I got a nat 20. Oh, thank God, because I got a I rolled a 3 and I only had 4 to that. I got a 19. Okay. Cats have plus 3 perception. I got a 23. I did the worst. Oh, well. <laughs> That's okay though. You guys are the best. All right, everybody except Elias as you leave. One person does catch your attention. Uh, they are sitting on a bench across the street from the inn that you're staying in. They appear to be reading a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But uh, as you leave, they wait until you get a distance away and they stand up and they start to follow in the same distance. Like, mm-hmm. they start to follow the same direction, but at a distance. He's got a tail. I see them. Galva is a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I do have minor illusion as a cantrip. So what I'm thinking is, mm-hmm. you said someone's trailing us? At a distance, someone is walking in the same direction as you. Okay. Are we by, like, any buildings or anything? There's buildings all over the place. Okay. It's a city. There are buildings we can, like, dip behind or, like, into alleys. Yes, there are alleys and side paths and side roads, yes. Okay. I'm thinking of just making, like, a shiny thing. Just, like, a shiny thing to get their attention, right? Okay. Like on the floor, maybe there's like a real shiny quarter or something. <laughs> something like a, someone lost a bracelet and it's on the ground and it's shiny. Okay. It doesn't have to be like a thing, just a shine. I just want to distract them so that we can like dip into an alley or something while they're looking at the shiny. And the cat needs to go potty. <laughs> so I'll let it out. Um, All right. So how, how far away are they? Like, what is the distance? We're going to say about 40 feet. 40 feet. Minor illusion has a range of 30 feet, so yeah, just like maybe on the sidewalk. Are they on the sidewalk? Are we on sidewalks? Yeah, you're walking on sidewalks. There's a sidewalk. So I think like kind of down near where the, you know, the drainage thing on the street and then there's a sidewalk and the drainage. I think I want a shiny, shiny thing. Just a shine right there with my minor illusion. Keep saying shine. Shiny. You said it like six times in a minute. It's it's shiny. (laughs) Yep. All right. You don't have to roll anything. You're just uh, um, just making a shiny. If a creature uses its action to examine the sound or image, the creature can determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence check against my spell to save. All right. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make a perception to see if they even spot it. Okay. 
All right. It's very shiny. I, I, under, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> the more you say shiny does not actually affect its shininess. I know. Okay. I'm going to say with a 17. Yeah, they're going to spot it. Okay. So now I'm going to make an intelligence check. You make an intelligence check. They're looking at it. That is a 13. Uh, that I do not think passes my spell save. I think your save uh-huh. is a 15. My spell save is a... Yeah, so they um, they are stupid. So I think the way this works is as you walk, you kind of walk in a way that... Like if you were dropping it at your feet. Mm. So like you pass over the spot and then it like appears where you were. So they're going to examine to kind of see like, hey, they dropped something. Is that, you know... Yeah, and I'm thinking maybe the shiny twinkle... Whatever. It's coming from down inside the gutter, so they can't actually see an object if they're looking for an object. So I think if you put it in the gutter, like in the drain, yeah. it's hard to see. Yeah. So he stops and kneels like he's trying to examine it. And he, those of you who are keeping an eye on him, he kind of leans into his lapel and makes a report that perhaps you dropped a suspicious object. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to, like, get out of his line of sight was the idea. Like, around the next corner? Around the next corner. Okay, but yeah, he is distracted. Okay, we've done it. Uh, duration one minute, so it'll stop twinkling at him. He might call it in and leave it, so we only have a few seconds, maybe. Sure, yeah. sure. But the idea was just get out of his line of sight, and right. Finch and I can turn into something different. You do have enough, you were given enough time to get out of line of sight. Okay. okay. He did not see you do that, because he's focused on the suspicious twinkling object you dropped. Perfect. I mean, you are known to blow things up. I am. It might be a bomb. It might yeah. be a bomb. Yeah. Might be a twinkle bomb. It might be a twinkly shiny bomb. Might be a okay. glitter bomb. Oh no. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, I think that Finch and I can change up our disguises then. Yes. Okay. If that is the that is the case. And I mean it, it is it's not a dead end alley, so like the, they didn't see two people leave and then two people exit. You yeah. pass through. I yep. that was kind of my assumption was it was going to another street. Yeah, we'll just right. duck through. I think Finch will take off their coat and kind of hang it over their arms so that Ao is still concealed within the folds. Okay. But they're not wearing the coat now. Okay. If that makes sense, to just mm-hmm. kind of change up the clothing to part of the disguise. Right. They are a different species, though. Okay. So I'm going to make a quick roll to see if the person who is distracted by the shiny has enough sense that if you lost track of you for a moment, could he reasonably see where you went? Or <laughs> maybe even deduce. Yeah. He cannot. That's a four. <laughs> <laughs> he really wants to get that necklace down there. They sent their best agent. I think as soon as as soon as he you broke line of sight, he just forgot you were there. No, um, beautiful. He looks up, sees you, and I think uh, he looks down, you know, side with alleys, and he just he kind of falls into that. Oh God, I lost him. I'm in so much trouble. Panic where he can't. His brain stops functioning. Oh man, that sounds like mm-hmm. his problem. It sure is. It's definitely going to be his problem. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, this is going well. All right, so the next hurdle, though, is uh, the gate leading out of the city. Now, is there any other way we can sneak out? Uh, is this like a walled city? Me, yeah. It is, it's a fort. It's a walled city. Oh, yes. that's right. Okay. Um, Let me roll and investigate, actually. I feel like yeah, that right. would be a better use of my time than making you just think shit up on the spot. Agreed. I'll also roll yeah, to look for a different way investigation. out. Hey, give us some insight. Not some insight. What's that thing you do? A guidance? Yeah. Okay. Just for fucking shits and giggles. What does that do again? You roll a d4 and add that number to your guilt check. Okay, so... I hope you do good, because I rolled an 11. I got a 21. Okay, good. And what did AO roll? 
four. She's trapped right. in a jacket. That's fine. What I'm imagining is, um, as Finch, uh, like, transferred the jacket to their arm, mm-hmm. Ayo just kind of got caught up in it. No, no. Oh, no. Like, she's not wiggling just because she knows, you know, bad idea to start making a scene right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to be careful. They're so sorry. But they're absolutely just, like, if the coat wasn't there, she's, like, hanging over Finch's arm. <laughs> oh, okay. Twisted. You have Ayo draped over your arm like a cat. Yep. Like yes. a floppy cat. Concealed in a coat. That's fine. All right. So, yeah, Galva with a, with a 10. Nah, you're a cat. I'm cat. You're a cat. Which, is, is Galva in the same coat or is, like, is she riding with Zelias? Like, I assume I mean, she was in Zelias's pocket. Oh, that's fine, too. Okay. I, I have no preference. Yeah. Okay. All right. Zelias, what was yours again? 21. 21. Okay. So, the main roads in and out of the city are absolutely through gates. However. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get out through a sewer access. Perfect. Let's go meet some turtles. <laughs> so if you find a, a manhole cover or like a, a grate leading to a storm drain, which would go into the sewer. Sure. And I think with a 21 investigation, I think you can easily find um, maybe not a, a manhole cover because that would involve going in the middle of a street. Yeah. Which is likely busy. That might not work. You could probably find a storm drain. Okay. We, we do that. Okay. I mean, how are you going to get in the storm drain? It's it's metal. Well, I don't know, Ant. And right now, your big muscly person is a cat. You know what? Finch can get in by being weird and finchly. Wow. <laughs> um, we can pass Tiny Galvin, probably Ao in as well, I would assume. Yeah. I Yeah. Okay, but how do you get in? I don't know yet. <laughs> hmm. Can Ao cast Reduce on you? That is a thing. Actually, yeah. Perfect. Oh. Make me teeny tiny and I'll come in too. Okay. I imagine uh, Zelias will tell everyone else the plan. Yes. Because Ao can't see shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, Doc, be wiggly, go in there. Um, here's Ao and Kit and Galva. Be, be wiggly, <laughs> now, go in there. Now, Ao, make me teeny tiny so I can come in too. So I think what happens is just a, a hand comes out of the coat first. <laughs> uh-huh. Just boops Elias in the arm and he just shrinks. Perfect. Um, he will pass into the storm drain as well. So you go from medium to a small creature, yep. right? Yep. With with reduce. Cool. Yeah, half height. What's his normal height again? He's five three. So he's gonna be like um two seven point five. I guess maybe I'm. I I don't math in my head. Yeah, he's gonna be like two and a half feet and change. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's that's AO size. He's AO yeah. size now. He's gonna make his way in there. With his friends. He's like a little no. Now he's in there with his friends. He's a little guy. Aww. I'm gonna make one more roll to see if this is caught by anybody. Maybe his disguise is now a gnome. Just to match his new height. Alright. Could we roll stealth to do this stealthily? Honestly, yeah. Okay. I would assume we're not trying to get caught. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hit us with some guidance. Okay, have a guidance. Finch will go solo. Oh. This is definitely going to be a harder check because you're doing this on a busy street. And we're all doing it? Well, you guys are in the coats. Probably just Finch and Zelias, I would guess. Yeah, Finch and Zelias. All right. Oh, okay. I mean, I have a plus four stealth as a cap. I rolled a 21. I got a 19. Wait, wait. Did you roll guidance? I did roll guidance. I forgot to add my dex. Oh, (laughs) do that too. 22. Okay. Whew. You guys just barely made it. Woohoo! I think you get under the storm drain and, and just as you get in there, 
you see a bunch of boots run by <laughs> as uh, a number of adamantine authority soldiers are, are rushing to check the vicinity. Fuck them. Don't love how they're onto us. Don't love that either, but we knew this was going to be a trap. I mean, out of character, I'm glad that somebody's trying to kill us. It makes me happy. Um, <laughs> in character's Elias doesn't like it too much, but that's fine. Yeah, fuck that's that guy. Fine. Fuck Elias. All right, let's uh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, little bastard. I think now that we're in the sewer, Finch will kind of gently open the coat so Ao can remove herself. Yes. <laughs> oh, I pulled tiny kitten Galva out. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, Ao, are you all right? Leather doesn't breathe very well. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm okay. And now we're in a sewer. Don't worry. That's why I have the face mask. I'm gonna make Galva big again. Oh, you gotta dismiss the. Well, Ant is a good idea. Nobody can see us in here. No, no one can see you down there. Is there room for Galva? I don't know yes. how tiny this place is. Okay, uh, Galva can be people again. Poof! Uh, uh. You toss her like a Pokeball, and the cat explodes into Galva. <gasps> I would never toss a kitten. I just stop concentrating on the spell so she can depolymorph. Yeah. I feel like going from a little tiny cat to full-size Galva is a bit disorienting. She stumbles a little bit. No, no. Don't step on me. I'm I'm AO size right now. <laughs> oh god. God, you are. Uh, you're you're so small, Captain. Uh yeah. AO made me tiny. Mm. I need you guys to roll me survival to figure out how to get the hell out of these sewers. Let's see if we survive the crocodiles. Okay. Oh. Well, it's not going to be your captain leading you through the sewers, because he got a nine. <laughs> uh, that's a plus five, Damn. so that makes it... Ten! It's okay, Finch and Ao got this. Finch rolled a 21 to survive. What did Ao get? I got a 23. Very nice. So I feel... Ao, I mean, you could fly so you don't have to trudge through poop water. Mm-hmm. Do to remember to oh. dismiss the reduce. <laughs> Ao, I want to be big again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that might be why Zelias isn't doing too well. Because he's, like, small, and he's like, how come? <laughs> why, though? Am I still teeny-weeny? Captain, do, do you, do you want to ride on my shoulders? Ao, I want to be big with my own legs that can walk. What? <laughs> All right! I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's interesting. And she dismissed the spell. Seeing the world from your perspective. Oh, I'm back. Welcome back. Thank you. But yeah, Ao, you don't have to trudge through poop water. And Finch, I feel like as a doctor, your sense of smell is just irrevocably damaged. No. Why? You've seen enough shit that, and, and smells <laughs> and things that you're just desensitized. That makes I mean, yeah, more like sense. Like their, their profession is... Ao yeah. played enough sewer levels in video games to know what, what's going on. I don't hang out in um, poop water. No. On the reg. And Zelias strikes me as a very clean person. He actually is. He is. Yeah. He likes to be clean. That was established, like, mm -hmm. I think session three when he called yes, dibs I, on the shower. I think I so. I do recall that. And uh, so this probably isn't a lot of fun. No, I hate this. I'm trying to cover <laughs> my nose with my, my collar yeah. and my shirt. I'm just saying, like, like Finch, I just, the smell wouldn't really affect them, because Doctor. Yeah. And also, working in, in the morgue, I mean, just the chemical smells alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, Galva only rolled one better than the captain, so she's also looking grossed out. Blech. It's slimy down here! It's, like, poopy yep. and smelly. Yeah. So, but yeah, Ao's definitely played a whole bunch of sewer levels, and also can fly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> and therefore does not need to trudge through the poop water. Ao is mighty. 
Was this the best option? Yes. Okay. Nobody down here to check our bags. That's... That is fair. Well, hi! I'm here to check your bags! I'm kill you, Orland. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked for you. I had to bring you. that one back. Well, hi! Well, hi! I could have had Wilhelm pop up. To... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Willie's here. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, I just I haven't done the Orland voice in a long time. That's fair. Because we killed him. He's not dead. He's, he's not dead. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, so with Finch and, and Ao working together, you are, after some time wandering through the sewers, you're able to find like an exit pipe. That's where all the shit water goes. It does flow outside the city, so. Oh, I would hope so, not back into it. <laughs> Wait, we could reroute the water. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a pipe you could walk through. It's not, you don't have to hold your breath and swim through it. Oh, no, I I was saying, like, is there some way we could change the flow of the water and route the poop water back into the city? (laughs) Oh. Oh, no. Wow. You know, just just casual eco-terrorism. There's a bunch of innocent people here. Pirate life is rubbing off on Finch. I love it. (laughs) I'm so proud. Anyway. They hate the authority. But yeah, so you are able to make it outside of the sewer, outside of the city, Mm -hmm. and it actually, it doesn't empty out, obviously, right outside the city, because that would be stupid. It empties out a pretty good distance away, so you're not at risk of being spotted by anyone on the walls or at the gates. Hopefully closer to our car. Um, no, it's in the other it's direction. It's in the other oh, direction. fuck me. <laughs> Fine. We escaped your poop trap, Ant. You did. Now we're going to go find our car. Do you want to make Galva a horse again just so that I get, we get back to the car quicker? I can't. I can't. Oh, that's I right. I used my fourth level spell slot. Okay. I mean, I could use my... um sorcery points and make another one but all right let's just what if i need those let's just stealth yeah let's yeah, just stealth just give me some stealth rolls to make it back to your truck now that galva's full size and we're out in the not city galva's gonna pass without trace pass without trace yep. yeah. Yeah. and that's plus 10 to everybody yes yes which I galva needs so much. <laughs> yeah i got a 30 <laughs> <laughs> oh god it was a 20 and then pass without trace made it 30 Ao evaporates. <laughs> I got a twenty-seven. Okay. No, it, it, there's just a box floating. Oh my Cardboard god. Cardboard box. I got a sixteen. Jesus. Got a twenty-six. I'm the firewoman. Give Galva. Yes. Uh, that one thing you you roll <laughs> guidance. Finch will go ahead and gently cast guidance upon Galva. You don't need to. With it, you're still. It's fine. You're far enough outside the city. I okay, want her fine. to have a better number. Oh, okay. No, it's it's fine. Her pride needs to take the L sometimes. Oh. Finch still loves her. Galva's big and tall. Alright. You are able to make it back to where you left Truckkun. <gasps> My truck. Is it swarming with Adamantine Authority soldiers? It is not. <gasps> uh, I'm gonna say it, it takes you about an hour and a half to kind of take the long way around the city and yeah. get to where you left it. That's fine. Well, that's not too bad, actually. I feel like you're moving at a good clip because Cole is somewhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm in the truck. I'm gonna drive a truck. All right. So you're driving the truck. You're gonna head west towards Gilmore. Driving a big old truck. Yep. So true to Rosalys's word, you do find a like a mining ghost town. Neat. Now, um, roll me, uh, roll me history. Ugh. All of you. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> That's a zero. Playing dumb characters is challenging. Oh, oh no. no. That's very good. Yeah. Oh, sweetie. I got a 15. 
Rolled a 16. I got a 6. History. Okay. 6 You got a 6 I did. I rolled a 2. Ao, <laughs> you, I think you're just asleep in the car. Aww. Uh-huh. That's fine. Just taking a nap on the dashboard. Oh, yeah. just like a cat. <laughs> uh, Zelias, you don't know a goddamn thing about Gilmore. He's just focused on the road. Eyes on the road, Captain. Yep. What did Galva get? I'm sorry. 15. 15. Yeah, she's in the okay. upper half this time. Yeah, so Finch and Galva, you know a little bit about Gilmore. It is an old mining town, Adamantine Authority. When they set up Fort Olor, they set up a uh, sort of a mining town. They mine this place out pretty quickly. Uh, it's an old copper mine. Mm. And much like uh, a lot of things that once it stopped producing any significant amount of copper, the Adamantine Authority just kind of moved on and left a big old hole in the ground. I'm going to say that since Galva didn't really know much about the planet itself, she probably was doing some research in the hotel room while she was fretting and trying not to think about fretting about like some of the surrounding locales. Sure. Um, and once you pull up, you pull into town. Like I said, this place looks pretty abandoned. Old derelict buildings, overgrown roads and, and streets. Can I make uh, a does it... quick request? Sure. Um, while we're driving, I would like Finch to just keep an eye on everything to, you know, continue oh. making sure that we're not followed. Sure. Give me a perception. Okay. Dirty 20. Yeah, no, you're fine. Woo. You don't spot anyone. Honestly, as you kind of got closer to Gilmore, the roads got a little bit more broken down and less maintained. Okay. Good. It's almost like, uh, I don't know if anyone knows, I know Rio, you know about this, Centralia, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Where the roads are getting broken up and much harder to just drive down. Falling the fuck apart. Versus, like, the main roads in and out of Fort Olor. So, like, you could tell as you're driving, no one really comes this way. Nice. So, yeah, you pull into Gilramore. The place looks empty. There's a relatively small to middle-sized sort of mining town. And then beyond that is the mine, which is a massive hole in the ground. Come to beautiful Brionis. I drive my See car the into giant it. hole in the ground. Oh no! <laughs> no, I don't. You, you drive into like Borderlands. Thelma <laughs> <laughs> and Louise. This is how we die, guys. That's uh, fine. Unexpected. Uh, I don't do that. That's foolish. Okay. Nice hole. All right. Um. So I don't know if any of you know what copper mines tend to look like. No, I've never been to one. They look like big craters. Just a hole straight down. Well, no, it's like an inverted dome where you could actually kind of drive along the edge in a big circle going all the way down. That sounds dangerous. I'm just saying, like, you could, you don't have to take the car, but there is a pathway. Like, you could actually walk around the perimeter of the mine itself. Oh, so that's like a flat surface we can walk on. Mm -hmm. Sure, we do that. Um, we leave the car. Only because... It blows up. It blew up and we can't drive anymore. Only because in real life I wouldn't trust myself driving that, so I feel like in fantasy world I wouldn't either. That's fair. So, when you get up to the edge of that large hole in the fucking ground, <laughs> why don't you guys give me some more perception? Let's do a perceivings. Well, uh, I got an eight total. Congratulations on your eight. Thank you. I think Elias is just impressed by the giant hole. Yeah, I was going to say, oh wow, it's a big hole. Oh, big hole. 22. Ooh. 
Galva's a hole-in-the-ground connoisseur. Because she's an Earth Genasi. I got 12. I rolled a 17. All right, Finch and Galva, what you notice dotting the perimeter of the pathway on the way down, there are a number of tunnels. So the mine, obviously, you know, you can go down towards the center and, you know, at the bottom. But along the perimeter of the circle, there are also tunnels that lead further underground into other, presumably other shafts and chambers and antechambers and things like that. Sure, makes sense. Right. And I actually, I think Galva, that personalized communicator that you received from Cole, mm-hmm. uh, chirps. Beep. All right. She's going to answer. Okay. Cool. Is that you? No, it's me again, sweetie. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm on comms duty. I'm, I'm right now. I'm charged with getting in touch with you. Right. Uh, our scouts say that you've gotten to Gilremore. Yes. Is that true? We've just arrived um, in our truck. All right. Uh, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to descend down to the bottom of the mine. There's a, uh, you'll find a tunnel there. Mm-hmm. You're going to go in there. Okay. You understand that I, I would love to come out and meet you, but we have to remain hidden. Of course. Um, is there anything that we should be looking for in particular to tell us which tunnel we're going to? Uh, yeah. Ho- hold on one second. Let me just get clearance. Mm-hmm. And so after a couple of seconds, she... All right, so... Hold on. Uh, you're... You keep oh, going into Marg. Do I? Yeah. I. It's a gravelly it, voice. It, I know. It's more all right rather than all right. All right, yeah. All right, uh, wait. All right, sweetie. So you're going to be looking for a tunnel with an engraving on the left side of the entrance. It's going to be a large circle with a smaller circle in, in the center. Large circle, smaller circle in the center. All right. Hmm. Right. It's going to be engraved in the stone. It's not drawn. Right. Um... Look for a wheel, got it. And I guess we can save questions for once we're down there. It's probably best, sweetie. Alright, I will ping you if we somehow get lost between here and the bottom of the hole. Oh, don't worry about it. If you get lost, we'll know. We got people watching, don't worry. That, that is incredibly reassuring. We're on your side, don't worry, sweetie. I am aware. It's just the way you sit. We'll be down soon. <laughs> All right. Be safe, sweetie. Uh. All right. So. All right. Let's go down the hole. So I'm going to need survival rolls to make it down to uh, the before bottom. Before we do that. Oh, yes. Do you think we should hide the truck somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. There's probably one of these tunnels that we can hide it in. Just back it up into one. Mm-hmm. All right. You back it up into the hole. Ah, just fuck <laughs> I mean, no I think way. I drive it down the path. Now we're taking the quick way down. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, d- does someone have feather fall? I do. Uh, d- don't cast I mean, feather fall on the truck. We'd have to get it back up. Hmm. That's what catapults for. No, Catapult cannot <laughs> fling anything that side. I know. <laughs> I know I'm screwing with you. Ale would have to reduce it first. <laughs> then it would be fine. Oh my god. No, it, it's actually five pounds. Actually? Actually? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I find a cave. I hide the car. All right. Yeah. And one of the large caves, like sort of the top of the rim there. Yeah. Easily park your truck. Okay. It's big enough. Because I mean, there's mining vehicles come and go. So Sure, sure. Galva takes some notes on the features surrounding this particular tunnel so that we don't lose our car. Yeah. Like, you know, taking note of the pillars you parked by in a parking lot. I take a picture of this area with my phone. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right, everyone, remember we parked on level A1. I write that next to the hole. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. All right. You said survival, right? Descend. Survival. Oh, that's right. We have to roll a dice. Okay. Boop. You have to play the game, guys. Oh. 17. Do I really have to play the game by your rules, though? Yes. Because if I do, that means I got a five. Oh, oh no. Fitch will hold your hand. <laughs> You rolled a five on survival. You just throw yourself off. <laughs> Can Galva try to catch him before he... F- he didn't say I'm falling. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not... You don't actually throw yourself off. I'm being facetious. No, but I assume he's going to eat shit. I don't know. No, it just means that he's not paying attention. But that's fine, because all of you are. Okay. All right, uh, so Zalas got a five. What about everybody else? 17. I got another natural 20. I think AO just starts flying down the hole. Uh, and Finch? Finch rolled a 23. Okay. Yeah, I think you take a leisurely stroll, except Ao, who's going the quick way. Ao's like, fuck this shit. But Ao has wings. Legs are for idiots. But it is going to take some time for you to make your way down, because it's a large mine. And by the time Odin else is down there, <laughs> Ao's got like a little uh, lawn chair. What? Where did she get that? Like, it's sitting out. She's just hanging. Why, why does she have that? Climbing. There's a little parasol. <laughs> That's wonderful. Sunning yourself. Yep. Has she been holding on to that just for this gag? Honestly, if she has been, I commend her. It's Ao, I believe it. <laughs> so now I need investigation to find the right tunnel. Okay. Oh my god. Zelaya's having a rough day. I got an 11 total. I got a oh 6. Uh oh. If you all roll low, you just all collectively shrug. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm casting guidance on myself. Okay, that's better. Okay, good. Take us home, Finch. Finch rolled a 15 to investigate. Oh my god, you just barely made it. <laughs> Everybody else, you all just shrugged like, Bitch! It's a hole in the dirt, I don't know. It's literally like right behind us. You all forgot why you came down into this hole, except for Finch, who walks over, sees the spot, and you realize that, hey, this is the tunnel that Roz meant. Oh, they Will Smith pose next to it. There oh. it is! <laughs> Good eye, Doc. How did we miss that? I'm very stupid. Alright, let's go. It's been a weird day. It has been a weird day. You were a kitten. I was tiny. Found a big hole. And we we waded through a sewer to come to this big hole in the ground. Why can't we ever go anywhere nice? Oh, wait, we destroyed the last you nice place. You were at Zionysus. <laughs> yeah, Finch just gives Elias a look. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, we did. We did one time. We're probably not allowed back there. No, we're not, never. Why can't we go anywhere nice? I'm just imagining Finch just slowly <laughs> turning their head. <laughs> to look Giving him the most deadpan stare. <laughs> so what are you doing vacation? <clears throat> anyway, onward. All right. Anyway, so once you enter down this tunnel, you travel for about 15 minutes down this shaft. Mm-hmm. And it comes to a stop at a large metal door. Anybody know heat metal? Oh. <laughs> We could knock. Sorry, you were saying, dear? No, it's just a, it's a large metal door that it fills the, the pathway forward so you can't get around it. Okay. I mean, hit the comms again. Yeah, Cal was whipping out the communicator. 
All right, we're here. All right, sweetie, just hold on, please. Sure. And you hear what sounds like uh, Metal Gears grinding. Oh, I love that game. And and, <laughs> and some God damn it! Fucking completely derailed my train of thought. You, <laughs> you hear gears metal grinding. gears you hear, grinding. You hear metal gears grinding, and the sound of something being cranked. And slowly, the gate actually lowers into the ground. Ooh. And beyond it is a large lit passageway. Dun, dun. And standing there before you is Rosalys. Pinch waves. Hello. So she says, how you doing, sweetie? I'm sorry about this. We have to be extra careful with the authority around. Doing much better now, and we totally understand. Yeah, that's completely fair. Um, so where is he? Where, where, where is Cole right now? Well, right now he's in the briefing room with Master Nova God. Are we also going to the briefing room? Oh, yes. Uh, come on, come inside. Come on, let's get let's get <sighs> you out of the cold. Are you hungry? Have you eaten anything today? You want me to whip you up something? Yes. Out of character question. Did we know we were going to be meeting Novagard here? I know we thought that he was probably on this planet. There were rumors that he was on the planet, but it that none were corroborated. Novagard is here. We're, we're meeting with him. Yes. Yes. Kimriel Novagard, the Vitalium Alloy himself. Well, ex-Vitalium Alloy. He's here. This ought to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It... <laughs> All right. Let's... Don't worry, he's not much for formalities. You don't have to present yourself or nothing. Uh, like, there's nothing major that you gotta do. Well, that's good, because we spent about an hour wading through the sewer to get out of the city, so... We all smell um, like shit! Also, I would like to take you up on that offer of food. That would be very much appreciated. Oh, yeah, of course. Actually, one second here. Um, There's one thing. Uh, she leans over to Zelias. Hello. And licks her thumb and don't. wipes a smudge off of Zelias' cheek. Oh, You're God. not my mother! What the fuck?! I'm yeah, just you had a, some schmutz on your. It's on shit. Yeah, it's schmutz from the sewer where the shit is. Watch your like, watch your language, sweetie. Fuck. <laughs> Did you just let that fuck slip out of spite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's self-conscious about having schmutz on his face. We really have spent a lot of the time in the sewer. You should probably. Um... All right. Well, if you want, there's washrooms near the barracks. On the uh, let me just show you if you want to freshen up a little. All right. And uh, so, yeah, she will lead you inside. And so what looks like an old sort of uh, the shaft has been expanded into a larger (laughs) antechamber. (sighs) (laughs) And as you guys enter, the door behind you is closed and sealed up. It is well lit in here and milling about are just ragtag bunch of militiamen and people running to and fro doing a number of jobs. Uh, You've seen movies. You know what rebels look like. <laughs> yep, yeah, I do know what rebels, rebels. Rebels? Fuck me. No one's really paying you much attention. They're all. They all have their usual business to attend to. So Rosalis will say, "Well, all right. So if you come through here, you're gonna. The living quarters are over through there. There's gonna be some washrooms that you can use to freshen up. I'll make sure that no one bothers you guys. I'm gonna head over to the uh, the mess hall and I'm gonna work on some, whipping up some food for you." It is appreciated. Thank you very much. Thank you. Try not to take too long, uh, Master Nova God. He's he's got some important business to talk with you all. Oh, certainly. If you've got any questions before you head in, though, you know you can come find me. I understand. This is all pretty 
I'm sure this is very sudden. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's fine, though. We'll adopt. All right. Well, I'll be in the mess hall and uh, you guys get to work and uh, I'll see you in a little bit. Mark came back. Mark came back. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, it's hard. That's fine. We know you're trying your best, dear. Yes. I'm not doing good enough. I need to be better. You're perfect. Get good. Stop it. I am going to get good. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's fine, because Rosalys is going to the kitchen. Goodbye. She's gone. She's not talking anymore. She's gone. Farewell forever. She dies. No! Anyway. My food! (laughs) 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 All right. We go freshen up. Yes, we become unstink. Yep. All right. So you freshen up. What would you like to do next? Eat the food. Talk to the guy. Yes, so Rosalys will have some food ready for you. Yes. Sandwiches, some snacks, some, uh, you know, what I mean, if, food. You, if you really want something, she can make it. Nothing too heavy. I think we're in a hurry. Yeah, no, Finch is good with whatever she has to provide. Yeah, just like grab a sandwich and go. Okay, yep, you guys, I mean, they're not just like small sandwiches, they're like heroes. Oh my god, my hero. Yeah. Yes, Rosalys is a hero. You guys look hungry. We are. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, she will direct you to the briefing room. Okay. So Kimriel Novogard is currently talking with what appear to be some higher ranking officers around a large table where there are a number of maps and charts and other things. Cole is very patiently sitting off to the side, listening. Um, it looks like he's writing stuff in one of his little notebooks. He's still in his civilian clothes from last night. Right. And when he sees you enter, he jumps up and says, Oh, big sis, you're here. And he's going to run over and greet you. And at his little outburst, the gentlemen around the table stop their discussion and turn. The record stops. The piano music stops. (laughs) And you get your first glimpse at Kimriel Novogard. And he is about 4'11". Uh, he's a dwarf. He's a dwarf, naturally. I know, I just love a little man. <laughs> oh my god. He's actually not that much smaller than Zelias. He, well, he's gonna make up for it in breadth. <laughs> Good. Yeah, he's he is wide. He's thick. <laughs> he's the girth. He is thick with three C's. He is the girth. Probably weighs twice as much as Elias does. Probably. Yeah. Yes. He's all muscle. <laughs> so, Kimriel Novogard is... 4'11", about 240 pounds, pretty much all muscle. Fuck. He is wearing black plate armor, and in contrast to that, he has sort of paler skin with very vibrant green eyes and this almost beautiful golden hair that he pulls up into a high braid that is streaked with silver to denote his age. He's about, um, probably, he's definitely over 200 years old. Yeah, he's a, he's a dwarf. He's a dwarf. And he steps forward and says, Felstar Zelias and his crew, I presume. That is correct, sir. To what way will the honor? Hey, I was talking. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to meet you. He holds out a hand to shake. Okay. I will shake his hand with mine. Um, Don't crush it. Shaking his hand. Yeah, yeah, no, he he had... He doesn't even realize he's doing it. He's not doing it maliciously. Sure. But the man, it's like you stuck your hand in the jaw of a crocodile. That's how strong this grip is. I ain't no bitch. I try to give him the manliest handshake my tiny little elf hand can do. Doesn't even feel it. it uh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to roll con. Um, 
Just to make sure I don't make an owie face. Roll a con save. Okay, hang on. Uh, 13 plus 5. 18. Manly. Okay, not bad. You you managed to man up and be manly. You manned it. Um, now you're a man. Man, 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 man. I think I've had dwarves on my cruise and shit before. And Yeah, you've dealt yeah, with dwarves. Yeah, for sure. I know dwarves. This is a good dwarf. This is like a rite of passage. Yeah, this is one of the good dwarves. This is a solid dwarf. I love him. So he says, well, I'm sure you've heard of me, but in case you haven't, I am Kimril Novogad. It is a pleasure and honor that you join us. I'm sorry that uh, we had to do this under such strange circumstances, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Magnus Galvin, it appears your brother, has attracted some unwanted attention. Oopsie. So I've heard, I, I believe you were going to give us more information about what exactly has been going on. Aye, well, it, we'll get to that. Let me be blunt. We need your help. All of you. All right. I turn to the crew to make sure they're on board. Finch is listening politely. He has their attention, but they're not saying anything because, you know, they're not the captain. That's his place. Right. Sure. Sure. Galva is laser focused because, yeah, no, she's not going to say no. Screw it. I don't want to do stuff to save my brother. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Can you sweeten the pot a little? No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Does Ao look excited to do things? Ao's listening. Helping these guys is better than doing anything for the authority. So, like, we're on the up and up already. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's probably good to hear what it is before yeah. we to it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So after sweeping the crowd, it's like, all right, well, how about you tell us what you need help with, and we'll see if uh, we can be of assistance, some. Huh? Right. Well, I'm sure in your uh, in your journeys, you've had enough run-ins with the authority to know that they're not a force to be trifled with. Sure. So, as a uh, I'm sure you know I was once with the Authority myself. Mm-hmm. I, I was an alloy, the Battalion alloy, one of the best. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like what I saw after a while. The Authority quickly became something that I didn't like. We became attack dogs, a police state. Belnar Solfist was quickly mustering forces and building an empire, not a republic. I didn't like what he was doing, so I left. I resigned. He didn't take it well. And uh, so he actually pulls the cloth back from his neck mm-hmm. a little bit. And it, he can't pull it too far because of the armor. Right. And you see what looks like a vicious scar that starts just at the right of his neck. Uh-huh. And presumably goes down, like, over his chest. Oh, okay. Like a, a cross slash situation? Yeah, kind of slightly diagonal. Okay. And he says, uh, Solfist and I did not part on good terms. Doesn't look like it. No. Well, I left with my life, and that's, uh, that's saying something. There are others that don't. But over the years, he's been getting more bold, and I have reason to believe that he's doing something truly, truly horrible. And it's happening here in Fort Olor. He's going to use it to potentially crush the Netherworlds. Now, we're already fractured and disjointed enough as it is. I've spent me time trying to unite us, to get us on some type of united front, to build a coalition so that we can resist them. But it's slow going. 
And at this point, I don't think we've got much time to spare. You see, the Authority is manufacturing something here in Olor. I don't know the specifics. I don't even know how deep this tunnel goes, but... Uh, well, you mean a literal tunnel that we're in, or this figurative one that you're? Uh, it's it's figurative. All right, all right, no, I'm you're speaking fine. in metaphor, lad. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, no, I'm just making sure I'm tracking. Now it's come to our attention that Magnus, your younger brother, has come under the guidance of one Captain Lucenti. Yes. Well, he is currently the one who is spearheading this this initiative, and it's not a good one. Now. We've never encountered anything like this before, but we have men in the field, men that have seen things, learned things, and we believe that you all have crossed paths with this once before. And he steps to the side and motions you to join him and his advisors at the table. Uh, we do? I I can't speak for the crew. I do that for sure. Yeah, I think Galva gives a puzzled look to the others about like what he said about us crossing this thing before and then she but you know she follows Finch is pretty sure they know what this is about and mm. once Elias moves to follow Novargard they follow Elias Ale leaves oh hi okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ale's gonna wait in the car back to the kitchen <laughs> no it, it will tag along with everyone else and you know what I think this is where we're gonna wrap up so let me set the scene perfect so, hmm. Kimril Novagard moves to the table his advisors step aside to allow you to look at what they were just debating over. And Novagard turns to you and says, We've heard that they've been put into production in mass lately. There's scarce little that we know about them. But what we do know is that here in Fort Olor, there is a massive manufacturing plant beneath the city where they're doing something to manufacture these bastards. So tell me, Captain Zelias. What can you tell me about these? And he motions to a damaged but still legible blueprint uh-huh. of what appears to be the Fell Forged. Aha! I knew it. Yeah, I had an idea. Oh, that's the thing I got punched by. Yes, it almost killed you. And then you got mad at me for smashing it. What can I tell you about him? Yeah. I wish I knew more. He sighs a little dejectedly, and he says, Well, you crossed them, didn't you? Sure. Once. And you survived. We certainly did. Probably because of luck, but... Well, that's still better than anyone else that I've sent against them. I see. And the bad news is, there's an army of them. Dun, dun, dun. And I think with that, we're going to leave it here. That's a good spot to leave it. I hope everyone had a good time tonight. I know I did. You guys got to actually engage with Cole. You found out that he's a very good boy. You guys <laughs> met Novagard, and you are getting into the meat and potatoes of Forged in Blood. I'm going to give Cole a swirly in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and next week we'll get into how you want to go about dealing with this, this facility. Yeah. And uh, to everyone at home, hope you enjoyed listening in. And we will see you next time. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night.